7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And tonight, everybody, please call me Kenny Pony, because I'm a little hoarse tonight. Uh, <laughs> um, and... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, bad oh, joke. <laughs> wow. Uh, yes, uh, you can hear it in my uh, in my chest a little bit. I'm getting over. Uh, I feel a lot better than I did yesterday. But uh, I, 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 a lot of people have been getting mild to severe respiratory infections. Mine happen to be rather mild, and I'm on um, my way. Uh, I thought on Tuesday, I thought I was just really tired, but then I woke up the next day and I was like, no, I'm I'm a little sick. So uh, that's what it was. But anyway, welcome aboard. Of course, Joe Santorsa from Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Also, uh, in the Tim Cormel show, you'll be uh, returning to doing uh, new shows uh, this Sunday, right? Yes. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And I'll be running down the different uh, Trump care, uh, the di- different Trump care levels of, uh, of, uh, of coverage. Yes. This yeah. week. So. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm, could I say just Merry fucking Christmas? Yeah. To everybody. Yeah, and to Trump, Happy fucking holidays, because you're not going to make me say shit, brother. Uh, and you not, <laughs> you're not my brother either. Uh, and of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Hello. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Yeah. And you know what? What's that? Trump owns this mess now. He owns Trump Care. It's oh, all yeah. on him. It sure is. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later um, because it's, it's going to be a nightmare. You know, uh, what, what he's doing right now is uh, there's, a, I just checked out um, the latest article on our homepage from our good friend, Leslie Boyd. Um, let me see what the headline is. Uh, it says the murderer in chief just signed what could be your death warrant. Uh, published today uh, by Leslie Boyd. Letters from the left, of course. Uh, but yeah, um, I'll, I'll read that article um, from Leslie a little bit later. But uh, what I want to get to is something that's uh, you know, I mean, we knew it was it was just a matter of time. Everybody, we, we've uh, probably are going to see Christmas decorations in the stores here. Um, in the next couple weeks, uh, but uh, little do you know, there's still a war on Christmas. Even though it's still the biggest holo- biggest sales holiday ever, and will continue to be so. Although Halloween is <laughs> doing pretty good, I gotta say, I'm pretty happy. There, a lot of people spend a lot of money on Halloween. 
But um, you know, uh, uh, the the biggest shopping holiday uh, is is still Christmas. Always will be until you know. Well, I mean, we we really lucked out of you know celebrating whatever uh, evil holiday uh, that Satanist Obama you know was going to force us all to celebrate, right? Kwanzaa. Yeah. Um, Yay, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. So, so Trump, it was the annual tradition of uh, gathering the largest amount of stupid, fake Christians in the world. The Values Voter Summit <laughs> happened today. And um, seriously, they're, you know, uh, they're, they're all ever since. Okay, if somebody doesn't think that these people are phony Christians, just remember the photo op that Jerry Falwell Jr. did with Donald Trump standing in front of that Playboy magazine cover. Yeah. 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 Susan, yeah. Susan yeah. giggled. Susan mm-hmm. giggled from the other room over that one. <laughs> yeah, um, I was watching that, Kenny, and I gotta say, they could have thrown a tent over those people and sold tickets outside for the freak show. I, they really could. I mean, they. They needed a Barker outside. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, but yeah. They so had the val- one at the podium. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Your Barker uh, was right there. But he was the redhead freak. Yeah, the clown. Well, uh, at the very least, a clown. So at yes. So, so the the uh, godless Don is up there, and oh my god! I mean, seriously, it's just like a fucking dog whistle for these people. You just say it, and they'll start barking. You say. We're going to, okay, yeah, I mean, just listen to what, what Fat Donnie, uh, what Lion Don, what Godless Don had to say to the, the rubes at the Values Voter Summit, the, the army of fake Christians. And something I said so much during the last two years, but I'll say it again as we approach the end of the year. He'll say it again as we approach the end of the year because everybody loves a good shitty bumper sticker slogan that really doesn't mean anything. At least in in the circles that worship Trump. You know, we're getting near that beautiful Christmas season that people don't talk about anymore. Nobody they don't ever. Use the word Christmas, because I am an atheist and I run a network and we do weeks of Christmas music on this network. Religious <laughs> ones too. I'm gonna. I'm seriously. I'm gonna go from a little horse to you know being uh, having no voice at this rate. But no, I mean. Everybody talks about Christmas, breathlessly so. There's one Not thing. Enough. There's one Not thing enough. that 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 they don't understand. And I'm gonna say this right now. I work in, and I, I mentioned it to you guys earlier. Well, no, no, no. Here, well, let's just finish the clip, and then I, then I'll I'll go bonkers a little bit. More. It's not politically correct you go to stores and they'll say happy new year and they'll say other yes. things and no they'll say happy holidays red. they'll have it painted but they don't say well guess what you're so stupid we're saying merry christmas who's again. we kimosabi listen to these words listen to them screeching Everybody, yeah. we're gonna say it all year <laughs> round from now on. God damn it! Uh, I mean, seriously. I'm surprised did it? Did they break? They didn't break out into Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, USA, Jesus. USA. 
Oh, USA. Damn it. God damn it. Seriously. Okay. Jesus. I, I'm I'm gonna say this right now. And um so uh <laughs> uh oh and by the way, Joey Word is gonna be joining us a little bit later. He's he's running some errands, uh, but he'll be with us uh, uh shortly. Um, and of course, P.S. Mueller will be joining us in hour three of the program. But uh, <laughs> and all oh, they're going to be sad they missed out on in this conversation. They're, they're going to be so sad. <laughs> so I work for the largest concert promoter in North America, and I can guarantee you that every electronic correspondence within the company that every print ad we make that every uh radio commercial that is made that every television article that is or television you know uh, uh spot we our company purchases any any form of anything related to the holiday season that surrounds christmas and hanukkah and you know sometimes ramadan whatever you know kwanzaa everything whatever i in new year's too new year's yeah they'll just say happy new year no they say happy holidays i always thought happy holidays was polite because you're saying you don't have to say i wish you a merry christmas and a happy new year you know i mean that's what i always thought i mean happy holidays That'd be a great it's, song it's like, you know song. I, see there you go <laughs> um so I can guarantee you our company directive on every form of communication we have, whether it's to our customers or within the company, is going to be wishing people happy holidays. No fat, Donnie. Nobody's. I mean, Christmas might be mentioned in, yes, Christmas Day, you have off. Christmas Eve, you have off. People still talk about Christmas a lot. Wasn't there a controversy over uh, Starbucks cups a couple oh. years ago? Yes. Oh, God, I hate those people. And they just went to just the red cups. Yeah. With nothing on them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what now Trump was, Christmas. I think, alluding to, but couldn't quite muster the brain power. Because, you know, they say Happy New Year. People don't say Happy New Year instead of Merry Christmas. They say Happy Holidays <laughs> for all of it, you dumb schmuck. Besides, My New Year's God. is a week later, you idiots. <laughs> I mean, everybody you know, on Times Square says Happy New Year. What's wrong with that? Happy um, New Year. Sometimes yeah. Elmo does, and then he touches you in a bad place. I don't like Elmo. Well, yeah, I don't no. either. I don't either. But uh, uh, here's what here's what I want people to do is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wish everybody a Merry Christmas in spring because. A lot of scholars, a lot of biblical scholars, believe yeah. right. that Jesus was born sometime in the spring. So you said it, brother. You, you know, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll look that up. We'll, we'll, we'll see what the the most common, commonly, uh, uh, you know, because I think don't um, uh, like Greek Orthodox people celebrate the birth of Jesus in spring. Uh, no, the Russians, the Russians, uh, Russian, uh, yeah. a couple weeks later. A couple weeks later, like in January, oh. but uh, yeah, I think. I but you are right about the historical uh, nature of uh, the three wise men. Uh, they they didn't plow the roads, so they couldn't get there till spring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. They were they ran out of funny. they ran out of salt. You know, they couldn't salt the roads. They couldn't get there. The camels were sliding all over the freaking place. So 
you know. Oh, there we go. No, no gifts. No, all the gifts were, were UPS sent them to San Juan. What can I say? There's, there's no proof that there's global climate change. <laughs> no, uh, just ask a camel. But, you yeah, know, it's, it's interesting. You bring up the Greek Orthodox Church. Now, this is not necessarily Christmas. And I will, I cannot understand for the life of me. I mean, I get it if you think in wingtard land, but <laughs> they, they fight this war on Christmas. And yet the Greek Orthodox Church actually celebrates Easter at a different time mm-hmm. than many other churches. Because that's when they believe Jesus was born. And technically, the birth of Jesus is really a high holiday for Christianity. Christmas is a big deal. Yeah. Easter is the big one. Yes. I don't understand why they fight this fake war on Christmas when nobody can even, no particular, they they don't know when the baby was even born they don't know when no. the baby died no it's, it's just ridiculous like they're fighting this war on christmas when if they were logical and i know they're not and i know i know everybody but shouldn't there be a war on easter because you can actually yes. shoot yes. the easter bunny and make stew out of it there you go. rain anybody who's been beaten by a nun like me for eight <laughs> okay. years okay knows that Easter's the big one easter right. because he rose from the dead that's the basis of your religion. I mean, you know, because that's what it is. Yeah. Well, Wake the fuck up, Jens. I'm not finding it's, the exact date, but I'm going to start. I'm, you know, if somebody says a uh, Merry Christmas to me anywhere around the 17th, especially if they seem like they have Trump inclinations, I'm going to wish them a happy Saturnalia. Ooh. Oh yeah, because that's what—that's oh. where the, the basically in you know they they um, they decided to what, what do you call that in winter the winter um, solstice 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 mm. so basically Sol- they co-opted you know but the early Christian church co-opted a lot of you know uh, what they would co-opted be, paganism be, yeah, yeah. What, what would be considered the pagan holidays yes. in well the Saturnalia was a pagan holiday in in Rome yes. So there's I mean, actually there's actually a really good episode of Adam Ruins Everything about this. Yeah. I'll see if I can find it during the break and put it in the chat room. But yeah, they, they took that away from the pagans. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and Francie says she needs a, a Yule log for smacking up some heads. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Cause this crit war on Christmas stuff. It's too much. <laughs> So it's so uh, 1990s. It's and meow goodness said uh, the shepherds are watching over their flocks, which nobody knows. That's where they get the saying, "Let's get the flock out of here." Yeah, they see. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I thought it was get the fuck out of here. Um, so talking about when the Romans were coming. We're talking about Christians. We have to be family friendly. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so a bunch of fake Christians whipped up in a frenzy over a fake controversy over uh, uh, fake news, uh, you know, from a fake uh, president. Because, and by the way, the biggest warrior of the war on Christmas had to leave the station because he was sexually harassing everybody he could touch. Thank you. Oh, and not to mention that, but the other one, the, the, the there was the vic- owner. victimized and victimizer had to leave. 
That oh my god, yeah. is that like is that like heat miser and cold miser? Um, so uh, <laughs> no, uh, 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 what's her name? Um, Shell helmet hair from they used to be on Fox and Friends. What was her name? Uh, Gretchen Carlson. Gretchen Carlson. She, she was sexually harassed. She was one of the biggest War on Christmas people. Mm-hmm. And she got rode out on a on a, a, a tinsel train. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, because she was being sexually harassed. But you know, the, you know, uh, the the Grinch that ruined Christmas, Bill O'Reilly, uh, you know, couldn't stop giving out loofels and falafas for the cu- company parties. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't. He, he could. He couldn't keep his uh, his hands off the uh, off the tinsel, so to speak. Yeah. So uh, he used to say, "Grab him by the tinsel." Yeah, couldn't keep his hands off the holly and was uh, being inappropriate with Noel. Christmas came from it came from Bill O'Reilly and Fox News. Yeah, and those people at that Value Voter Summit still fully support Fox News. Yes, that's amazing to me. And they're the same ones. They're the same people who I'm sure, uh, I'm sure, <coughs> sorry. That's all right. They're out there blaming the liberals for not being mean enough to Harvey Weinstein. The yeah. hypocrisy. The hypocrisy. Oh. Breathless hypocrisy. Breathless yeah, hypocrisy. Yeah, cough. Yes. Well, uh, it's about to make me cough, too. But I, I just want to let everybody know here that uh, a, a big revelation happened at the Values Voters Summit, everybody. And if you haven't heard this audio, I, I don't want, Rain, Rain, Joe, I don't want you guys to say anything until I've played this clip twice. So everybody pay close attention to this. It's only nine seconds long. Here, here, here we go. First run through. I left Texas and I left Florida and I left Louisiana and I went to Puerto Rico and I met with the president of the Virgin Islands. Hmm. The president of the Virgin Islands. One more time. Let's see. Let's see if we can suss out who that individual might be. I left Texas and I left Florida and I left Louisiana and I went to Puerto Rico and I met with the president of the Virgin Islands. President of the Virgin Islands, the president of mm-hmm. the U.S. Mm-hmm. territories mm-hmm. known as the Virgin Islands. Would this president's mm-hmm. name be John Miller? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. John Barron. Nicole Wallace. Nicole Wallace had a good brain teaser today on her show. And I'll throw this out there. The president of the United States and the president of the Virgin Islands get into an elevator. How many people are in the elevator? <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> uh, what is... Well, <laughs> I don't want to be so easy on the audience here, uh, but uh, the, the answer is one, Joe. The answer is <laughs> There one. you go. You ding, ding, ding. Um, Ring their bell. Yes. Yeah, so how many voices? How many voices were in the elevator? Oh, oh, that's that's incalculable, Rain. Um, oh, voices? You mean, you mean talking to his head? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he has feelings. You know, that, I, feelings that pick up Fox and Friends. So I don't know. It was, it was like a chorus in there. <laughs> he was alone, but it was like a like the it was like the uh, the Norman the, the Mormon Norman Mormon, Mormon or the Moron Norman, Tabernacle Norman's choir. Norman's Tabernacle Choir. Yeah. Yeah. He, 
One's that's who, that's who you call when you can't shop. afford. That's who you call when you can't afford the Mormon <laughs> Tabernacle. Mormon Tabernacle. Yeah, it's Norman's by the Tabernacle. Norman's Tabernacle. <laughs> or Norman's Bait and Tackle Choir. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rain, we're having too much fun. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I, I, I asked this question on your Facebook page, and I, I it's a real question. Right? He said he met with the president, and I know he's dumb. Yeah. But let's say he said he met with the governor of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah. Hmm. When and where did he meet him? Did did the did the governor come to D.C. because he didn't leave Puerto Rico Puerto at all? No, I can I can explain that. The, it's a serious the, question. The president. I think he's really lying. I, I no I could I, no he's not he's not the president of the Virgin Islands went to Puerto Rico. When he was with, in Puerto Rico, Jesus. this I I remember, because they couldn't go to the Virgin Islands, he flew to Puerto Rico to meet with Trumpy. So he yeah, wasn't he wasn't giving him too much credit. I think I, well, he's lying. No, 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 I remember that from the news that they they, they did that really? they did that yeah, and he said Merry Christmas. Puerto Rico. It's time we start calling. He lied. Yeah. Sorry. It just, it it does. I know he's dumb and that, you know, I met with the president because that's how stupid he is. I don't think he knows who the governor of the U.S. Virgin Islands is. And I don't think he even, he may have talked with the person on the phone, but that's not the same as meeting them. He didn't go to the U.S. Virgin Islands, which is just as devastated except that there's a lot more people with money invested in in the u.s virgin islands and because i've got friends who have sailboats down there i have friends who have really really strong links down there and they are money so people are able to help themselves out a little bit more there but not puerto rico so i want to smack him oh I want to do a lot more than that but we won't get in we won't go down that punchy rabbit hole um but yes, I'm looking forward to playing some Norman's Bait and Tackle Choir this Christmas, though. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Is that right down the road from the Norman's Bait and Tackle Hotel? Yes, yeah, That's there right. you go. Next to his his hoagie shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the best Philly hoagies ever. <clears throat> yeah. They sing uh, to you. <laughs> Oh boy, having too much fun. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So uh, Trump said he met with the president of the Virgin Islands, uh, which uh, of course, again, that's that's you, you stupid fucking moron. And besides, everybody knows that Richard Branson is the president of Virgin Islands. He's president to the British Virgin Islands, silly. <laughs> Everybody knows that. It's true. And he's an asshole. Trump, Trump probably thinks that Richard Branson is the president of the virgins on the island. All of them. Oh, yes. They have the best virgins on those islands. The best. That Richard Branson knows what he's doing because he only has virgins. Such a dumbass. Somebody found a squeaker. That's that's my that's my Earl. Hey, Earl. Squeaky, squeaky. Um, Oh, somebody found a real alive squeaker in our house last night. Uh Oh. Mouse? Yeah, Timby found a mouse. (laughs) I think uh, it's uh, it's, uh, obviously came from our sun porch. 
uh, because oh. it, it, there's some issues. But good news, my friend Evan said he drew up plans and he's going to send them to me soon. Um, so we won't have that issue for for much longer. But yeah, Tim, uh, it was funny because Tim, I was listening to music and and uh, um, loading up the audio and everything, and. And I was like, God damn it. And I was listening to new, some new music I got. And I was like, God damn it. There's like a digital glitch on this CD. And I was like, is it on the CD or is that something else? And I turn it down because I kept hearing this like, it sounded like a real high pitched, you know, beeping or squeaking. And, and I turned it down and I still heard it. And I looked down and there's a mouse running under my desk. And Tim is right there. Aww. and uh and he he roughed him up a little bit and then uh <laughs> and he dropped him and then susan miraculously had a box and she threw it down just this little box from uh you know a halloween decoration we got she threw the box down the mouse went right in the box and then i flipped it up and i took it outside and i put it in our neighbor's yard and i said shoo beast shoo and um Aww. And then Tim went and drank so much water. <laughs> it's like, he's like saying that mouse tastes like shit. <laughs> or, or he ate the rest of his family and you only let one guy out. Well, that's the yeah. thing. That's the thing is they, I had just fed them gushy food. So I was shocked that it, it must've ran in there, um, you know, trying to eat their dry food that, you know, they, we let them graze on. Uh, but it must mm-hmm. it must have went to wherever it smelled food, and then it saw the cats and was like, "Holy shit!" and came running back <laughs> this way. And um, you know, and yeah, we um, can I tell a tale of wild animals from the basement of the brain household? Well, well, I'll tell you so, what, it, it is break time, so why don't you hold that? I promise you, that's okay. the first thing we'll talk about when we come back. Because okay. I, I love these stories. I just want to make sure we we get everything done. Okay. Uh, in Sounds a great. Timely, timely fashion here. So um, uh, let's uh, let's listen to uh, uh, "Invisible" by Bobber because I bet that mouse wishes he was invisible last night. He wasn't. Timby got him. Anyway, he didn't kill him though. Don't worry, everybody. But anywho, we're gonna go ahead and uh, run to the break. When we come back, we're gonna hear uh, about Rain's wildlife story. Maybe Jiminy Cricket has risen from his little cricket grave, or not. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll be right. <laughs> it's a tease. So, uh, uh, but yeah, we'll find out what uh, Rain's story is right after the break. And of course, uh, we're going to get Joey Word on with us as soon as he's ready. And P.S. Mueller at the top of next hour. But in the interim, we'll be right back with lots more turn up tonight from me, Joe, and Rain right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear.
No plane I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Children of the night, what music they make. 
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worse. it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And uh, I just want to make a quick programming note that we have uh, uh, begun about 50% of our music now um, between uh, talk shows on Indie Media Weekly is now um, Halloween music. So uh, between talk shows and and specialty music programs like Paul's Memory Bank and Gods and Monsters and, um, of course, uh, Midnight Sun, The Night Show, whatever. So, uh, yeah, that's been changed over. Uh, we're going to, I'll probably go to 75% towards the end of next week. And then, uh, the, the week, uh, or so leading up to Halloween, we'll go like full on. Um, and also I've integrated some of Paul's, uh, music from Paul's memory bank. Um, just here and there, you'll hear one or two songs here and there, uh, mixed in uh, with the, the, the playlist. And of course, you know, stuff from my playlists and Adams and Susan's and everything. So, uh, good fun mix right now. Um, I, I really like it the way it is. I don't know. I might keep it this way because it's like, you're going to get a lot of Halloween stuff, but you know, still, if you don't want to hear Halloween stuff, wait six songs and you won't hear Halloween stuff. Um, uh, but of course, welcome back, uh, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Hello. Hi. You know why Scranton is a third class city? Um, no. Why is Scranton a third class city, Joe? I'm glad you asked because, <laughs> <laughs> because, because Bill O'Reilly started his career here on WNEP TV channel 16. The news station. Oh. Shut up! Oh my God, I don't care! You just sullied the reputation of Scranton for me, Joe. (laughs) Oh, he did it all by himself. He was our weatherman. Well, I bet he got that right all the time. No, they fired him. Yeah. So if he was as accurate with uh, reporting the weather as he was with news. mm. (laughs) No. Yeah, and, uh, well, very, very interesting. Nice little bit of uh, Scranton trivia there. And last but certainly not least, with a wildlife story for us now, everyone. (laughs) Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., the swamp. Did something crawl out of the swamp into your basement? No. It flew in. A palmetto buck? No. (laughs) No. So here's the thing. <laughs> a palmetto bug. God damn it. A pimento a pimento bug. A pimento oh, right. bug. Um, so I- I'm sure this is I'm sure this is happening up by you too, Joe. This is the time of year when the starlings gather. Oh no. <laughs> you know, and so the starlings they gather and they're like they'll just like get all together in one tree and then take off and it looks like a black cloud. And so our Earl, who never hunted but is an English setter has been fascinated with these birds. Like he's out back barking all the time and he it, it really it's triggering like his instincts to to bird hunt. Mhm. Well, the other it was, I think it was Wednesday. Um 
I'm sitting here in the basement doing my thing, and I hear him outside barking. And then I hear Lazy Duke, who's in the chair looking out the back window, because, you know, Duke's retired now. Oh, I yeah. I come up yeah. to look at there, and Duke is just looking out the back window, like watching Earl, like, you go, you go. <laughs> Earl's like, he's like being, he's like a, ping po- a pinball around the backyard. And I realized that he was chasing a little sparrow. So I opened up the door because I know this is his instinct. I was like, Earl, come on, come here. It's okay, come here. And the sparrow sort of disappeared. I came down in the basement. The sparrow flew in the basement window and was sitting on top of my bookshelf. Oh, no. (laughs) And this poor bird, it looked, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was all wet because it was raining, but it looked like Earl might have got his neck. It was all wet. Had some slobber on him. I think so. But it was sitting on top of my bookshelf behind me. And I'm just looking up and I'm like, it's okay, little birdie. It's all right. <laughs> just, it's okay. And it just sat there and I closed the basement door so the dogs couldn't get down here. Earl was outside just hunting and just sniffing, trying to figure out where it was. And then it, it took off. It went back out when it was healthy again. I think wow. it survived. <laughs> it probably did. So, so, so far... Yeah. In my wildlife coming into my house life, I've had a cardinal, a sparrow. I did have a starling once a few years ago that came down the chimney, but that was not animal related. I've had two chipmunks, and yeah, we've had a bird before then too. But yeah, Earl, this bird, I was like, dude, this is like the not safe place to be. Yeah, really. Not safe. It's like the most un. You were supposed to fly up and over the fence and that way <laughs> and that, hey, that's supposed all to... you the had one job to do <laughs> yeah. and you're so, not supposed to walk out of the fence you're supposed to fly yeah, yeah. it's just lazy it just bum. Could, i mean it's just sitting there and i'm looking he's like looking down at me like what are we going to do about this and i'm like I, there's nothing i can do i can't capture you i can't this is all on you bird <laughs> Really? So no, Jiminy has not come back, but No. We had Tweety. That's right. Yes. Oh my god. Tweety and Jiminy. Uh <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to I'm racking my brain trying to think if we ever had any other home invasions from animals before, but to my knowledge it's only been mice. Um and um I think a lot of it has to do with uh not just well, our sun porch might be a way for them to like get in, but there's the abandoned property next door that I'm sure that is full of full of mice, full of mice, because that house is a Probably. piece of junk. Do you know a mice only needs an opening the size of a dime to squeeze in? Yeah, that's why like cats. And there's another rule: there's never just one. Oh yeah, I'm waiting to see you know if there, if there's another one around. So. Um, they came to the wrong place if because <laughs> uh, one, one of the other times uh, we found a mouse. Well, we, we found, let me say, we found a jigsaw mouse because <laughs> doctor, doctor went all uh, went all terrorist and, and cut its head off. So <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, that's dark, but but yeah, so we, we call him you know, the guillotine. I used to have a cat, my Camille. Camille lived 17 years. But when I was in New York, Camille was this beautiful. She was blonde, long hair, pretty cat, but vicious. She was an indoor-outdoor cat. 
And what she used to do, she'd go hunting. And you know how cats leave presents? Oh, yeah. Okay. So she would leave me chipmunks. Except, and this is grizzly, everybody. Mm-hmm. She would leave me the head, the spine, and the back end. She Camille, ate all the soft parts. She ate all the entrails and said, here, here's a present. Well, when I was a twice a week in the springtime, it was the grossest thing. Yeah. When when I was a kid, we had a cat that would, um, she would leave some of the entrails on the doormat for, for us, like, you know, um, from a bird or a mouse or chipmunk or whatever, she would actually save us some of the good stuff. Um, but yeah, doctor presented the head on our bedroom floor. Uh, a minute, few years ago. <laughs> so, and then with the body, I think I, I think that we found the body in the other room. I don't remember, but he's like, oh, and he's like, hey, yeah, look what I like, well, look what I got for you. So. <laughs> but, They're so uh, proud of themselves, aren't they? They really are. They really are, especially they are. when they'll sit there and oh, and you know, oh, oh, let me let me tell you this one too. This is when I was a teenager, um, and my folks uh, went away. And we they had uh, we had this black cat named Tweak. She cute little cute little sucker. Uh, she just passed away a few years back. But um, uh, but uh, we we got her uh, when I was a uh, mid teen, I think. I don't know. She was a great little cat. Uh, my and she loved my parents a lot more than me because I used to harass her all the time. Uh, well, my parents went out of town on a trip. And, um, and she, we, we let her go outside and, and this is really funny cause it, in, uh, on my dad's house, there's a, a window it like this kind of, a semicircle section of windows at the top, you know, it's like flat at the bottom and then it arcs up and, um, in what she would do is she would jump on that door in peak. She would jump way up to the top of the door and look in the window and stare at you until, and then you would open the door and she would dive in. So she did that to me when, you know, I'm like sitting there watching TV and um, she jumps up on the door and I just see her eyes like a little black cat Kilroy was here kind of thing, you know, and I open the door and she dives in and I'm like, God damn it. She has a chipmunk in her mouth. You know, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) yeah, so she whips up to my parents bedroom jumps on uh jumps up uh she she drops it and then jumps on their bed and sits there well and then i i slam the bedroom door and then i'm just like looking around for you know a a shirt or something i think i took my t-shirt off and uh and, and like threw it on the chipmunk when it went in the closet and then took it outside no 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 that wasn't it no no that was that was the bird at our house and uh, when susan and i lived in <laughs> Kent. No, this one, I was like, I was like, God damn it, get it. Get that get that chipmunk. So she got it. And then I grabbed her and she had it in her mouth butt first. <laughs> and I just took her and the chipmunk down downstairs, like running. I'm like, don't let go of that thing. Don't let go of that thing. Don't let go of that thing. And I just opened the door and I threw her out. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean I didn't throw her. I you know, I just gave her a little pitch, uh, you know, low pitch onto the porch. But uh, but yeah, so so that's how that happened. But yeah, so so basically, she was bringing an offering so my parents would come home. Is what she was doing. An offering. Yeah, that's it. That's so. So anyway, there's that. So uh, somebody who doesn't want to give any offerings to actual victims, um, uh, that would be uh, uh, sleazy Don. 
Did anybody happen to see his tweets uh, about Puerto Rico? Yes, this I week? saw them. They were ga- ghastly. Yeah, I mean, this sick bastard is is just, you know, saying, oh, I don't know how much we can help you. Maybe you'll have to call your own president to help you. Oh, wait. That's right. We already figured out who that is. Uh, that segment. could be me. Yeah, so me. not giving Texas a hard time about uh, recovery efforts, not giving Florida a hard mm-hmm. time about recovery efforts, or any other, mm-hmm. I don't want to diminish any other state in the South that, that's been affected, mm-hmm. but... You know, those are the two biggies, uh, you know, that are actually in the lower 48. And, um, but Puerto Rico, he's just like giving the middle finger to with all these nasty tweets. Well, Jim Acosta uh, was on CNN was talking to um, uh, uh, Wolf Blitzer about those tweets. And uh, here's a quick clip about that. What led the president to publish those tweets? I'll say it right now. He's a racist. That's why. Jim Acosta is going to take the high road and not say that. But anyway. Well, if I talk to a Republican source who's in touch with people here at the White House who said uh, that essentially that tweet was posted by the president earlier this morning to go after the San Juan mayor, Carmen Yulín Cruz, who has been seen here inside the White House as a thorn in the side of the president. Uh, in the last couple of days, uh, the perception is here at the White House that she was back in the headlines criticizing the president. And so that that tweet uh, was sent out this morning basically to respond to her, to say that, listen, uh, this uh, a dear island is not going to be going on forever. Obviously, that struck a lot of people as being very insensitive to the people of Puerto Rico. I talked to a Republican source who's actually in touch with the administration on relief efforts there. Uh, and I asked this source, uh, Wolf, whether or not uh, the feeling is, is that the president just doesn't like the people of Puerto Rico, has some sort of bias against the people of Puerto Rico. And this source said it's more serious than that. It really reflects in the, the opinion of this source that the president doesn't understand what his administration is doing, because in the feelings of this source, uh, the administration is hard at work trying to get things going again in Puerto Rico. But Wolf, when you go back to the tweets this morning and even that video of him throwing the paper towels to the people in Puerto Rico, I talked to another Republican source who advises this White House on a routine basis who said the optics of that were just terrible uh, and that uh, the White House has to do something to get this image uh, problem turned around. Bingo. Um, you know, oh uh, it's, it, he is uh, okay. There, I think there's the, it's a multifaceted thing with the Trump administration. He doesn't quite understand his responsibilities. Um, I, I want everybody to remember this word because I think the word maladministration is going to be brought up quite often, um, especially if we're looking at if anybody's serious about impeaching this this bozo, um, they need to start using the language maladministration, where it, it's not necessarily a, a high crime or a misdemeanor. But it's somebody who is so incapable of understanding what their duties are or they're negligent in their duties, especially with, you know, the way he's going after NBC, um, you know, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But, you know, this is this is the Trump maladministration. I mean, maladministration is a real word, but they're, they're literally proving to be the Trump maladministration. And uh, I oh, my God, I, I just. I'm so disgusted, but yeah, it's 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 more than just you know racism. He is a racist. Um, you yep. know, he doesn't care about the people of the islands. He doesn't truly think they are his part of the obligation, uh, and you know, he doesn't understand his his responsibilities. I don't I think, think he, he really actually. Believes... Go ahead. Bye, Ray. 
I, Ra- I really Rain, think please. that he believes. I think that he really believes that um, Puerto Ricans are Mexicans. I'm not joking. I I, I no. don't doubt you for a second. I was gonna. That's exactly where I was going. I, I don't. I don't. I really believe that he was unaware that Puerto Rico was part of the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really believe that. And somebody yeah. said that on the radio. And Seth Meyers last night, he had a good point. I don't know if you saw it late night, but I missed it. But go ahead. He he said he said that uh, he says, you, you, they're talking about pulling the military out of Puerto Rico after he says you've just been there three weeks. Right. We're still in freaking Germany for Christ's sake. We were in. Lu- he said, "What are you doing? Our- what are you doing? Still checking Hitler's pulse?" <laughs> yeah. Seth Meyers has been a must watch for a long time. Oh yeah. But you know, we but, I mean, had FEMA in in Louisiana for 7 years. Of course we did. After Katrina, I know personally, my office, the unemployment office, we volunteered to take Katrina claims, Louisiana claims. We were doing that for years. On overtime. We took we took disaster claims for years after that on the yeah, federal I, line. I think that Ken's right. Maladministration. He doesn't know. He doesn't. He. He doesn't know. know he doesn't care, saying, and he has and he has prejudices mm-hmm. that inform his decisions. Yes, it's, yeah. it's which like makes he does all of it even worse. His prejudices yeah. make right. some of it. So much of it, even worse, because he's yeah. acting on his prejudices mm-hmm. as opposed to listening to other people. I mean, I'm sure you guys saw the Washington Post report from a couple of days ago, where people are literally taking water out of Superfund sites. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, uh, real quick, real quick, porn, guys. Porn, uh, yeah, go ahead, uh, Joey. Joey's with us now. So, Joey, hey, welcome aboard, buddy. Hello, ladies and gents. Hey, Joey. Hello, sir. We're just talking about the maladministration, the Trump maladministration, whose uh, negligence and disregard of Puerto Rico is probably going to end up with a, a lot more people dead than need be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You I know, was to the show on my way back, and that fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there ain't no another, getting a brain for him. There's another story that hasn't been reported out of Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And you see, I said it proper way you did um 10 percent of our prescription medication is manufactured over there mm. the drug company pfizer has a huge plant over there so while oh. he's busy dickling around with our our health care and that's going to go up people's prescription medications are going to go up. And this afternoon in the Washington Post, I didn't know this until I read this article just a little while ago. There's a there's a major company over there that makes IV bags. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. And, and That's okay. We have a major company. We have a major company in this country that makes uh, douche bags. Well, see? it's called the Trump yes. Board, right? Yeah, see? And they put them in the White House. Yes. Douche chill! Uh, and... Not only that, but if you think about the amount of water um, a facility that manufactures anything uses, Mm -hmm. they -hmm. have their own water towers. Mm -hmm. And those water towers are usually replenished from local water supplies. So once once that, you know, I mean, like a good example is uh, Lordstown, where dad, you know, retired from recently, uh, General Motors. 
um, they had their own water tower. I mean, that's replenished from somewhere. I, I don't think they have their own water supply. They probably pay extra for, you know, the the community where they're buying water from. But if, you know, God forbid some of this medication or anything else might possibly be tainted um, from, you know, a, a, a bad water supply that has raw sewage in it or something like that. Do they even have the capability of, of filtering that out at, you know, whatever factory it is? You know, I mean, there it's just one of those things, you know, even Trump's love for big business is being completely ignored here. So... He's he's awful. He's awful. Oh yeah. So and let's never um, underestimate his lack of empathy. I mean, he has no no capacity to feel anything for anybody. Yeah. Except himself. Well, I mean, you know, and and you're you're totally right. I mean, just go back to that whole his whole stupid argument about the war on Christmas. He didn't even care enough to get the talking points right. Oh, you know, people will say Happy New Year's and then they'll make the stores red. I mean, what is that? Nobody has said that shit. That's dumb. You know, I I mean, it's like... I mean, he can't even have empathy towards the people that he claims, uh, uh, you know, the the people that, that, uh, you know, bow at his altar, you know? I mean, he can't Something even get their talking points right. Yeah. He's, he's I mean, a sociop- I, sociopath. Yeah, I, I've long held the belief that he's a narcissistic sociopathological personality. Yeah. These past I, few yeah. weeks, I'm really, really becoming, not even a joke, convinced mm-hmm. that his brain is, is deteriorating fast. I don't know if it's dementia or Alzheimer's, which I've said before, his father died of Alzheimer's. But... He's acting even weirder than Trump. Like, yeah, it's it's really He's acting weirder than he's acting weirder than the president of the Virgin Islands. (laughs) Yeah, and I understand (laughs) they they hang around together a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, they they even they even share bathroom time together. I I heard that. I did. (laughs) It's disgusting. It is. It is. They they in fact. You know what I heard? I heard oh, that that was a tweet, wasn't it? Yeah, I heard that the president. I heard that the president of the Virgin Islands mm-hmm. holds the president of the United States penis when he pees. He does. He does, and they share the he same. Does. Ass- they share the same asshole too? Uh, you know what? They are the same asshole. Really I'm going to say this, and I know I'm going to gross all three of you out. I don't think he stands up when he pees because he's such a germaphobe <laughs> that he's got to sit down and put his little wee wee in the toilet. Oh my god! I got to get the Tim er- Tim and Eric song. I sit down when I pee. There's a song. <laughs> Tim and Eric did a song called "I Sit Down When I Pee." I'll try. I'll, I'll try. Oh my god! I, I'm gonna try and do it live on air. I'm gonna try and see if I can do the. Um, uh, oh my god, it's so dumb. But anyway, Joey, uh, uh, thanks for joining in. Uh, we'll, we'll, I know you have a story you want to talk about. We'll, um, we'll, we'll obviously uh, get to that a little later on the program. But uh, your night going okay so far? Oh uh, yeah, I just went out to check on moms. You know, she had a pacemaker put in. Yeah. And, uh, oh. Yeah, and uh, I had to. I took her home yesterday evening, and. <clears throat> 
she she's okay. My aunt is an RN and she took care of her for a little bit. And then after I got from work, I went straight out that way. Then whole and below, uh, my dang uh, transmission sensors going bad. Oh I had no! To fix that in the morning. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I have to fix that in the morning and, and stuff. And but it's all good though. All Everything's right. everything, man. And Mama's doing great. Good, good. I'm glad really to, hear. Good give, to hear. Give us, give her our best. Uh, but uh, uh, I will, brother. I will. Give her a turn up the night hug for yes. all of us. Also, uh, I, I can't her. hug her right now because she's still kind of scarred. Yeah. You know the scar. Well, no, no, fresh, no, but... no. Just give her, give <laughs> no, her, Joey, give her. Just a joke. Do that. Just a joke. Yeah, give her, do give that. her a handshake for me. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> I just for now, just wave, Thank you. wave, and say uh, hi, my. Yeah. Well, all right. Before before we go to break, I'm just gonna play this uh, from uh, Adult Swim, Tim and Eric. <laughs> I sit down when I pee. There's nothing that crazy about me. I'm just taking a whiz. Mind your own biz. Why is everybody always staring at me? Hey bro, I gotta go. Let me through, I gotta go number two. No can do, I'm taking the pee. Sitting on the loo, having a good long wee. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. And you're not making brown? I'm not making brown. Are you making iced tea? Just lemonade. But are you sitting down? <laughs> I'm sitting down. <laughs> why don't you stand like a regular man? Then you can pee in the urinal can. If you really wanna know why I'm sitting strong, I just can't stand touching my dong. All right, there you go. That's uh, from Tim and Eric. Awesome show, great job. I sit down when I little fact, little factoid. You know, if you stand when you pee, the splashing can jump as much as six feet. Holy Jeez, smokes! Man. Keep your mouth Holy closed at the shit. urinal, gentlemen. I don't gentlemen. want to touch that. Yeah, you use like an old huh? Casio keyboard to make that beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's totally well, that, Casio. That's from the same show <laughs> yeah. where I play that that sports jingle. You know, sports. Oh, sports. You know. <laughs> <laughs> sports. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, all right. Well, very good. Uh, I, I I am in uh, agreement. I think he does uh, sit down when he pees. And am I, I I mistakenly said uh, P.S. Mueller will be joining us in hour three. No, hour two. He's going to be be on with us. Uh, come up next. Hey, maybe he has a list for us tonight too. Oh, I hope. Let's see. Let's go ahead and run oh. to the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up tonight with me, Joe, Joey, and Rain, and of course P.S. Mueller. Right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It really makes you feel good. Says who? America! Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. We're going to help you out. Thank you. Have a good time. Thank you. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up. 
of the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. I'm not feeling as hoarse as I was earlier, so you don't have to call me Kenny Pony because I'm not a little horse anymore. No, maybe I am a little horse. Uh, but anyway, welcome back to the program. Of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. Can I call you Kenny Brony? Yeah, uh, sure. Sure. Why not? Uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, uh, Susan tried to get me to watch the Brony documentary, and I never did. Maybe I should. And, uh, of course, uh, Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Home of the polka. Oh, that's right. The last polka? <laughs> Is it the last polka? <laughs> the last polka. Schmangy. Yeah. <laughs> I still got to watch it. I'm going to watch that on staycation. I'm going to get some awesome clips. Schmangy. And uh, also. Uh, I highly recommend it, Ken. It was from, awesome. I'm, go- I'm going to. I just uh, have had, you know, been a little, little, little uh, strapped for time this week getting ready for staycation. Uh, and of course, uh, from Music City, USA, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, Mr. Joey Word from Southern Progressive Revival. Welcome, sir. Well, how are you doing, Mr. Kenny Pick? Yeah, you call me Kenny Pony <laughs> or Kenny Brony. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? Not, Feeling not great? Too shabby. And of course, uh, last but not least, we're getting them on the program right now. Mr. P.S. Mueller in Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome back. Uh, welcome, sir. Article twenty-five. Article twenty-five. Article twenty-five. Funny. Hey, that's the same exact name, the, the in a parenthetical name of your jingle. Who the hell is that? I'm cartoonist and agent provocateur, P.S. Mueller. I thought I heard a stranger. To what do I owe the pleasure of your visit, my friend? The desire for escapism and kicks. Which could affect the entire world. Well, naturally, we think it's wonderful. Uh, excuse me, please. P.S. I know you. I know you. Yeah. All right, so uh, Pete, <clears throat> yeah, article, article twenty-five, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, mal- there's really nothing left to be said. Maladministration—that's another thing that can be said. Maladministration. Mm. It's a real word, and if you look up the definition, it's the definition of the Trump administration: a maladministration, negligence, malfeasance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Malignant. Yeah. I loved when the Beatles. I loved that magnificent. Yeah, Beatles song, Article Twenty Five. Article Twenty Five. Article Twenty Five. The 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 basic definition for maladministration is inefficient or dishonest administration, mismanagement. It's true. It's what it is. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maladministration. It's not fake. If this were a cartoon world, we'd all be laughing. Uh, yeah, really. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, all right, well, uh, let's, uh, let's see. Do, do you have a list for us tonight, Pete? We were, we were I do uh, not. waiting with bated breath. That's okay. That's all right. I, I, I don't. 
But I got to say, Joe, earlier when you said uh, that uh, the president of uh, Puerto or the president of uh, uh, the Virgin, Virgin Islands, Islands, what did you say he holds? Trump's what? He holds his penis. <laughs> Don't say penis, 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 penis. Oh, wait, wait. Penis. Wrong one, damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, it's been done. <laughs> Thank you, Trojan Rabbit. That's the uh, uh, the multiple pp word uh but anyway um uh, i so, don't think the virgin islands has a president do they have a governor uh yes they do have a go- well that's the thing we we played uh we played this audio from trump earlier um it, it bears repeating because it's only nine seconds uh but yes this is what trump said at the uh, to the rubes at the values voters summit um and and oh, I, those. I, oh yeah exactly so uh yeah. They would so drag it, their knuckle, knuckles if they could reach the ground. Yeah. yeah. So so he said this at the Values Voter yeah. Summit. I played it twice to let it sink into everybody. I left Texas, and I left Florida, and I left Louisiana, and I went to Puerto Rico, and I met with the president of the Virgin Islands. Yes, a U.S. territory has mm. a, another president. Should I ask Pete the, uh, the brain teaser? Yeah, yeah, do it, do it. Yeah. Okay, Pete, brain teaser. The president of the Virgin Islands and the president of the United States get in an elevator. How many people are in the elevator? One. Yeah. <laughs> Very. See, but, but, but our president didn't know that. Uh, he thought there were two. Well, fortunately, you won uh, tonight's prize, Pete. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. There you go. Hope you like chicken. Uh, well, I hope everybody likes it. Ten years from now, when we're all we're all using chickens for currency. <laughs> yeah, really. So, well, I'll tell you what. I, I think um, uh, this. Uh, I, I think we should. Um, I should read this article from um, Leslie Boyd from Letters from the Left. She's one of our uh, uh, affiliates who we uh, pipe in to our RSS feed on Indie Media Weekly. Uh, thanks to our good friend Kim Williams. Who started the network and uh, uh but yeah uh the name of the article is the murderer in chief just signed what could be your death warrant of course written by leslie boyd uh ever since he took office the current occupant of the white house has been looking for ways to kill access to health care for tens of millions of americans it appears he has found a way to do it without uh, with without out and out repeal of the affordable care act In taking away the tax subsidies, more accurately, the payments made by the federal government to the insurance companies that made insurance affordable for 33 million Americans and in approving insurance policies that cover nothing more than the insurance company's collective ass, it's likely we could destabilize the market even uh, uh, enough enough to send us back to uh, 45,000 or more Americans dying every year from lack of access to care. Uh, This is not even taking into consideration the massive cuts to Medicare and Medicaid in the Republicans' proposed budget, or the failure of Congress to reauthorize the Children's Health Insurance uh, Program and funding for uh, community care clinics. In fact, all of this could cause the collapse of our entire health care system. Think about it. Premiums will rise faster and people will drop their insurance. I go on Medicare on November 1st, but if I hadn't, my premiums would have gone up about 10%, perhaps more. Plus, my deductible was set to go from 5000 to 7500 
uh, my copay for my doctor's visits would go from $10 to $25 and from $40 to $75 for specialist visits. My pharmacy deductible would double from $200 to $400. I will wind up paying $4,000 to $5,000 of approximately um, $11,000 costs of my recent minor surgery. That $5,000 is 25% of my income and about 12% of my household income. And that's for a minor procedure. How is anybody supposed to afford this? With nobody uh, uh, able to pay the bills, how are hospitals and clinics going to stay in business? Insurance companies might survive, but hospitals will not, except perhaps for a few uh, huge conglomerates. Um, it, the article is much longer. I'm going to, uh, you know, it gets very personal. I don't feel right reading a lot of her personal experiences right now, but I uh, definitely everybody should uh, um uh, bookmark letters from the left uh, and uh, follow Leslie Boyd wherever she may be. But of course, you can always see uh, her in our RSS feed over on Indie Media Weekly. But I'm going to post this in the chat room right now for everybody. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's going to get ugly really fast, folks. Yeah, I know. And and he now owns it. I'm very serious about this. He now owns it. He took it away from the Republicans and the Dems. Yeah. I mean, this is now all on him, and he is the head of the Republican Party. So, therefore, it is all on them. When people start dying, when people start not being able to get the care that they need, that they were afforded via the ACA, this is all on them. I don't want to hear from anybody about Obama regarding this ever again <laughs> oh no it's gone from obamacare no. to trump don't give a shit mm-hmm. right it's death care yeah yeah it's a you know de- a death uh, a death panel mm-hmm. this one. is the death panel pete this really oh, yeah. is well uh, even more so yeah. death panel of one or two if yeah. you count the president of the virgin islands oh no that's still well. one well yeah <laughs> right uh <sighs> Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm well aware. No, Pete. I'm well aware. Right. Do you? Now you uh, are uh, one of our friends who use the Affordable Care Act. You and your your lovely wife Deb. My my um, wife does now. I did until I went on Medicare last year. Oh, that's right. That's right. Up so my wife does, is on Obamacare. Have uh, you have I, you I, looked to see uh, how this might affect you? Uh well you know the, the, the oh, sorry uh, that's all right the renewal date is starts November first yeah you know, you're supposed to sign up for another year uh and I don't know that this is going to go into effect for at least another year mm-hmm. do, thing do you about guys rely on the subsidies of Trump's yes we do see that okay because I did I actually read today that those subsidies according to What's coming out of the administration? He wants them to end immediately. Oh, okay. Well, then we're fucked. Yeah. Sorry to be so cheery. I yeah. hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, but I mean, you know, then we well, have no choice but to get some sort of like a, uh, uh, you know, very high risk uh, policy uh, and, and and limp along. Um, you know, I mean, uh, we, you know, we want, we, we stood by for years and watched healthcare kill us, nick us, double, uh, uh, you know, virtually every other year. Uh, because when you're self employed, of course, you know, you're not part of a plan. 
And then, uh, then there was that long stretch uh, during the debate of Obamacare when we were on uh, Cobra. Mm-hmm. And Cobra ain't cheap. And, no, uh, it's not. I know. You know I was out of work for a while, and I looked into that. Um, and then as, it, it's rough. As Cobra was coming to an end, we shopped around, and uh, no one was going to insure us because I had a pre-existing condition. There we were. Then they passed Obamacare. Uh, which, uh, you know, eliminated the pre-existing condition. And we were able to buy uh, for about $15,000 a year for each of us a health care plan. Wow. Yeah, at a time when we were making almost no money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then uh, the subsidies came in, we got on the exchange, and it was a godsend. See, that's the thing. I mean, it was the sub, all of it's a mess, all of it's a mess. But when he decided, and I think that was today, I can't keep track of it every day's a week, mm-hmm. every day's a month. Oh, but I know. When he came out and yeah. said that, I think it was today, I think it was this yeah. morning, it, well, it doesn't matter when he said, we're, we're not going to, the government isn't going to pay the subsidies anymore. And he did that. He didn't even do that through, um, um, a presidential, whatever his stupid signature. He did it by fiat. He did it, through, yeah. he, he did it through the Justice Department. Yeah, he had the Justice Department because yes, there was a lower court order, which was that, on that, appeal. That was on appeal that said that the uh, the payments were unconstitutional because they weren't appropriated by Congress, and therefore uh, he notified the court today. One court. That he wants, yes, that lower court, that he wants that to go into effect immediately through his Justice Department. You know, that little elf that works there. Yeah. The he racist one? one? You mean the racist yeah, one? Yeah, that's the Yeah, the, the right. No, what, what's the general consensus? Is that going to take place? Just um, tickety-boo? Or is there going to be any what they're challenge? Pushing because, for. I don't First have the all, article in front of me. I don't have the article I mean, right sure, in front of me. Surely but. half the American people aren't going to just lay down and say, oh, well. Well, first of all, there have been lawsuits already filed. Mm-hmm. There's 15 I, states. 15 attorney, states. Right, 15 attorneys, attorneys general, general have, have filed lawsuits. So this is going to get a stay right away. Second of all, I'm sure that the insurance companies are going to file lawsuits because they've been promised this money and haven't been paid. That's right. a really good fact, point. they've been paid in years. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is one of the reasons rates have been going up. <laughs> no, it is the reason. Rates have been going up and uh, deductibles have been going up because they weren't given the CSRs they were promised mm-hmm. for years. And don't forget the risk corridors. Well, that's what I'm talking That's what they is are. That, is that the one in the same? That's exactly. That's one in the okay. same. In okay. other words... No, the, these uh, these subsidies were were agreed to to give to the insurance companies to to compensate them for their losses for accepting pre existing conditions Thank you, Jeff, and putting all the sick people into the into the pool. And the idea was that the first five years of this this little uh, thing, they were going to incur loss. So as a result, the government said, "We will compensate you for that loss." And then mm-hmm. Marco, little Marco, Marco. Little and Marco. So, oh, no, 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 no. We can't do that. And and so the risk corridors went away, and they start incurring losses, massive losses. Ergo, we had them either pulling out of markets 
the very things that the Republicans are complaining about, they caused. Because mm-hmm. they had to eat a lot of the market, raise the premiums, raise the deductibles, you know. And mm-hmm. this is all of Republicans making. Because yeah. they, all of it. They, yeah. they, the risk board. Yeah, I want to bring want to bring Joey in real quick. Joey, uh, I'm assuming you probably have health care like me through your through your job, right? Yeah, and it's and it's it's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't I pay like a thirty five dollar doctor visits, and but my yeah. medicine has went up since I've been off of uh, of uh, a disability. You know, it's ten dollars per prescription now, mm-hmm. but that's not. Too outrageous because if I no. get all my medicine without an insurance, man, it'd be like six hundred dollars. So, do you have? It cost me like six hundred dollars. Do you have any I friends? I have Blue Cross Blue Shield. Yeah, that, that's what I have too. Um, but you know, uh, here's, through, here's but I, I just want to ask. I just want to ask Joe if if do you know oh, uh, any friends or family members uh, who who might be affected by this? Uh, do you know anybody who's I, enrolled? Uh, probably, I, I'm not sure, but my mother, she's 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 on Social Security because she retired. And she got a letter like a week ago saying that they would go take a hundred more dollars out of her check every month for insurance. So is she mm-hmm. on just social and security? She's on a she, budget. She, she be on the same thing, Pete's on. What is it, Medicaid or Medicare, Pete? Medicare. Medicare. Yeah, that's what she's on, Medicare. Yeah. 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 So, so that two you know, percent cola today ain't going to help anything. Yeah, and she and she take insulin shots, and she just had this darn pacemaker put in, mm. and this piece of sh- oh god, I hate this guy. Mm. Well, tell me what. Hate too. Joey words turning into Joey fist right now, folks. No, nah, justifiably <laughs> I, so. I, I, didn't, I didn't see you there on the screen. You were blocked by a logo or something. Oh, uh, the the Charlie Hello. Brown stone logo. Yeah, yeah, must be <laughs> stone Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh, you guys, you guys you, might not be you friends. Know, on, you guys might not might not be contacts in Skype. So you should uh, you should hook each other up. Yeah. So, um, you know, here's the thing: uh, for a lot of companies, October is open enrollment month. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm on I'm on Bob's insurance. Well, November and, technically, and, but they start sending the stuff out. Uh, you know, early October. Okay. Now, all right. But the thing is, is that I I'm going to be very very interested to see how many employer, you know, employee, no employer, <clears throat> employer, um, insurance plans go up because what he did, what he did, everybody's is going up. It's not just yeah. people like Pete and and Joe. It's oh, going yeah. to be people like all. It's going to be all of us. And, and employers com- are in the business of, of slowly easing out of the insurance business themselves. Sure. Well, they yeah, they're trying to. With the yeah. if, we, if we didn't screw around with the ACA and tried to fix it, we could have gotten to a point where no employer had to offer insurance, and everybody could have gone out and gotten their own insurance. And eventually, we would have taken the path mm-hmm. to single payer. Mm-hmm. And but, you know. Uh, I'll say this, uh, you know, fortunately for me, because the company I work for is so fucking enormous and they, you know, they treat their employees well. I don't think it's going to affect me. It might, but I don't think in, in a, in a significant way, not like everybody else. I mean, this is just monstrous. This is just monstrous. What, what, what he's trying to do here. Um, it really mm-hmm. is. I mean, you you mm-hmm. know, Bob works for a very large law firm, and yeah. and they're a law firm that's really really good when it comes to so many things. So we probably don't have to worry about it too much either. But you know, mid level companies, and I'm not even talking about small businesses. Yeah, I'm talking about middle sized businesses. 
there's no way that they can shoulder the way that they have been. And many of them have been trying for years to try to shoulder the costs away from from their employees Mm -hmm. because that's a benefit. Having insurance from a company is a benefit. All I got to say is, boom, your job could go away, away like that. Oh, God. Yeah. This monster. Yeah, John. And, an, and an, monster. Another, another thing he did when, in the executive order where he allowed the, uh, you know, the, the people to form groups across state lines. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. first of all, that, that's a bigger deal than people realize because it yep. puts us back to before we had pre-existing conditions. It separates healthy mm-hmm. people from sick people. Yes. Yes. Which is going to dr- itself drive up costs. And by the way, these Republicans keep talking about allowing between to, to buy between state lines. There's no federal statute that prevents that. I, I, I don't even know where that comes from. Yeah. Anybody, any insurance company no. could sell their product in any state. The problem is they don't want to because it's too expensive. Exactly. To set up networks. That's right. Yeah. So they don't uh, do it. Thank you. Uh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, on that note, um, we're gonna we're gonna run to the break, um, and uh, we're not gonna do reverse call in tonight since Joey's with us. Um, instead, we're gonna cover a story that uh, uh, Joey shared with me that uh, um, the other day. That um, if you haven't gotten murder fist about anything tonight, well, this one might give it to you. Um, I got room for more. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm so happy, Joey so. and Pete, and all of us are together. Yay, Fridays! This is a great it's Friday. Like, it's and, like we're hiding out in a little clubhouse. Uh, I know. Watch out for the cappers, though. Watch out for the cappers. Come on, okay. gang. We got to save the clubhouse. Happy. <laughs> let's let's have a car wash. <laughs> yeah. See, see. Just keep them robots away from me. See. Robert. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and uh, listen to the Green News Report. When we come back, we're going to do name calling. And um, and again, since Joey's on with us tonight, we're going to skip reverse calling and get to uh, a very important story he shared with me. And I have some awesome Cleveland news. You guys can't let me forget. I have a tab open for it. Uh, some awesome Cleveland heavy metal news. Oh, it's so important. It's so important to this network and to me personally. I'm so excited about this. And um, uh, and, and, and everybody, will, I'll tell you what, even if you're not a heavy metal fan, you're going to love this news. It's going to be amazing. It so, better be good. Oh, it's good. It's good. Okay. So, uh, anywho, here comes a Green News Report with Brad Friedman and Desi Doyen. This is from yesterday, but enjoy. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com It's Thursday, October 12, 2017. We've had big fires in the past. This is one of the biggest, most serious, and it's not over. California's wine country firestorms continue to rage out of control. The CDC is evaluating four deaths, possibly from leptospirosis. Risk of waterborne diseases rises in battered Puerto Rico. Plus... This is the jewel in the crown 
of America's fisheries resources. Trump's EPA greases the way for massive, controversial pebble mine in the world's most valuable salmon fishery. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. FEMA asked her to write a memo requesting what she needed. A memo! FEMA wants a memo! (laughs) What FEMA really needs is a to-do list to do f***ing everything! (laughs) Yep, this is your Green News Report. Okay, yes, Desi Doyen, I think we need to give more money to FEMA. What do you think? (laughs) Yes, I definitely think we do. In the meantime, California State Fire Chief Ken Pimlot warned Wednesday night that gusty winds were picking up again and that the fires in Northern California are going to continue to get worse before they get better. Yes, unfortunately, the firestorm in Northern California's wine country continues to rage on and now ranks as one of the worst fire emergencies in California history. Both state and federal disasters have been declared in northern areas of the state, freeing up resources to fight the fires. The wind-driven fires are extremely fast-moving and intense, and as of airtime, have killed at least 21 people, destroyed more than 3,500 hundred buildings, incinerated entire neighborhoods, and forced the evacuation of tens of thousands of people. And it should be noted that hundreds are still missing. Hopefully they're just out of communication, but that death toll is expected to rise. California fire officials say at least 22 large wildfires are now burning across the state. The cause of the wine country fires has not yet been determined, but the San Jose Mercury News reports a preliminary focus is on whether over Overhead power lines were downed by the historic wind event on Sunday night that may have sparked multiple fires simultaneously. Forest and climate scientists also warned that man-made conditions have intensified this record western wildfire season. Decades of fire suppression, a buildup of fuels, development in fire-prone areas, and climate change intensifying drought and heat. California just had its hottest summer on record in 2017. In a press conference on On Wednesday, California Governor Jerry Brown suggested these firestorms are the new normal. That's the way it is uh, with a warming climate and dry weather and reducing moisture. Uh, These kind of catastrophes have happened. They'll continue to happen. And we have to be prepared to do everything we can uh, to mitigate. In Puerto Rico, in the ongoing humanitarian crisis, three weeks after Hurricane Maria made landfall, the official death toll in the wake of the storm has been raised to 45. Forty percent of Puerto Ricans still lack access to potable drinking water. FEMA has authorized $70 million in water system repairs, and officials have issued a boil water advisory after four deaths suspected to be from contaminated water. Ninety percent of the island lacks electricity, a temporary waiver of shipping restrictions under the Jones Act has now expired and the Trump administration says it has no plans to reinstate it, doubling the cost of shipments to the battered island. 
In Alaska, the controversial Pebble Mine has been brought back from the dead by the Trump administration. According to internal emails obtained by CNN, an hour after Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt met with the CEO of the Pebble Mine, Pruitt ordered EPA staff to withdraw an Obama-era scientific study finding that the massive mine in Alaska's pristine Bristol Bay watershed would cause irreversible damage to the world's most valuable salmon fishery and result in complete and irreversible loss of fish habitat that supports 14,000 jobs. Pruitt's move allows the proposed gold and copper mine to move forward. The majority of Alaskans voted against the mine last year. That's according to Alaska Dispatch News columnist and Alaska native Shannon Moore here in an interview with the broadcast. We're going to have to choose one resource over the other. Were we going to choose gold over, over salmon or salmon over gold? There was a paradigm switch that happened that said salmon are sacred and we're not going to trade them. Professor of Fisheries Science Thomas Quinn of the University of Washington in an interview with CNN called it a uniquely bad place to put a mine. This is the jewel in the crown of America's fisheries resources in salmon. If you don't think this is worth saving, what is? The public has until Tuesday, October 17th, to weigh in on Pruitt's policy reversal by leaving a comment at regulations.gov. That's regulations.gov. What is it? Regulations.gov. Thank you very much, Desi Doyen. For more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Here's to Alaska, here's to the people, here's to the wild, and here's to the free. Here's to my life in a chosen country. Here's to Alaska and me. Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. left Texas, and I left Florida, and I left Louisiana. And I went to Puerto Rico, and I met with the president of the Virgin Islands. That's you, you fucking moron. Anyway, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, the weekend edition uh, on Indie Media Weekly and whatnot. And, uh, of course, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Mr. Joey Word in Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. And Good evening. Uh, the other Joe, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Without electricity, we wouldn't have music, right? How many presidents of the Virgin Islands does it take to screw Puerto Rico? <laughs> See, none? Uh, Two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <Not> one. <laughs> John, John Barron and John Miller. There you go. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, P.S. Mueller in Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome back, my friend. Please check out psmueller.com. And, uh, do you have any updates on the audible, uh, um, onion radio news? 
Not really. They just keep saying to, you know, keep my feet dry, you know, and uh, which I don't know what that means. But uh, I suspect I'll be going back into the studio here around November 1st. They just don't want you to get a head cold is all. Where, no, where? they just want me to, you know, people, you know, when you're when you're a freelancer, people just like, you know, dangle you like a puppet. They string you along, you know, they you work at their convenience, <laughs> at their leisure. Well, I just assumed they wanted you to wear your rubbers so you could keep your feet dry. Um, yeah. No, they just, I think they have, a, they have a thing about dry feet. Oh, I see. I see. And yeah. last but most certainly not least, it is time for name calling, and our girl Friday waits in the wings. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. Oh, I, I forgot to do this. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There we go. Who's out in chat right, land? We got tonight? some lovely biscuits in the room biscuits. tonight. Biscuits. No. Yes, yes. Yeah. Biscuits. All right, let's get. Oh, I'm sorry. I did that one already. You got any biscuits for sale in there? Yeah, there you go. Sorry, it never gets old. So, in tonight's chat room, we have Mr. Adam Hebert, we have Balua, we have Clinster, we have Francie, we have Jay Collie, we have Kenny Pick, we have Ken Sr. Hello, Nad. We Hello, have Ken. Joey. Cool black dude. We have Marnus, Mr. Joe. We have Michelle's in South Michelle in South Florida. We have Miles in South Florida. We have Moon Mayor. We have Peter in San Francisco. We have President. We have myself. We have Scooter Cans, Theo. I believe earlier we had um no, we had somebody else. Meow goodness was Meow Goodness. I think some couple of other people left. Did I miss anybody? Um You're right, Meow was Meow was here. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of people I know, left I was early. here. Sorry that they left. Oh, Trojan Rabbit left early because, you know, he didn't want to get sick. Yeah. From Trump. And, um, yeah. So. And unfortunately, we have a bunch of that dipshit to play tonight, everybody. Um, not too much. Because, honestly, I, I, I didn't think I had enough audio for tonight. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, shit, I got too much audio for tonight. Uh, which he's, is a good he's thing. He's really getting very, very to difficult to listen to. Yeah, really, <laughs> really. The next Trump yeah, I play, we'll have some redemption. We'll have some redemption um, from an unlikely source. But anyway, uh, yeah, so it, it, has anybody seen any birthdays out there? Nope. No, no birthdays? Nope. 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 Nope, no birthdays. <laughs> I, I have one, and she doesn't listen to the show, but she's an old friend of the Four Freedoms blog, and that's my friend Hillary Glatt. Oh, I thought you were going to say Hil Hillary Clinton. Name. I was getting excited for a second, but no, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I the but. next famous Hillary. Well, okay, Hillary Swank is. is probably the next famous Hillary. So. Anyway, third famous Hillary. I just figured I'd throw a birthday in there. You, right, know, you wait, have to give what, her a boner. No, no. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. What's your What's your last name again? Uh. Well, no, no. Right? I'm sorry. What well, Whatever her nickname is, you just said there. We just call her Hillary. All right. I used to know her as Swing State Girl back in the old days because she's Swing from State. Pennsylvania and she lives in Bethlehem. That's not Bethlehem. It's Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Okay. Bethlehem. See. 
Boom. Atlum. Atlum. So. <laughs> it's not Balmer. 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 Uh, all right. All, so I mean, yeah. Swing state girl Hillary. Here's your birthday bonus. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey. Hey. Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. Excellent. Uh, so uh, before we get to uh, Joey's story, I want to I want to get to my awesome Cleveland heavy metal story. Uh, this is so exciting because uh, for, for the longest time, there's been a there's a band from Cleveland. Um, they called Black Death. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of them, um, but they have a legendary cult classic metal album from 1984, and uh, they uh, are an incredible, incredible band. And I was looking today because you know I'm always looking to to buy music, you know, see uh, if if old music has been released on on in digital format or compact disc or, or whatever. So today I got a wild hair and I'm looking and I was like, let's see, let's see if, if, you know, let me just go in search and see if black death's original album has been released on, um, on CD and son of a sailor, man. Wouldn't you know it is available for pre-order and it's coming out early november you can also purchase it on bandcamp for digital download right now if, if anybody wants to do that and i recommend you do but here's the cool thing in ohio from in medina ohio actually where susan's from where she grew up um there's a a, a record label called hell's headbangers Records in dis- <laughs> distribution, and they uh, are releasing limited edition uh, a limited edition of five hundred digipacks. I don't know if you know if the, anybody know what a digipack CD is. Nobody. No. Uh, no. Okay. A, a did. did well. Okay. Well. A did. Radio uh, silence. It's okay. It's all right. A digipack. I'll tell. I'll tell you what a. Di- I'll tell you what a digipack is. A digipack is one of those CDs that is like a little book. It doesn't have the plastic jewel case, but it's actually like the cardboard one with the tray glued into it and everything. You know. You know what I'm talking about. Anybody ever got a CD like that before? It's yes, just. I did. Yeah. Same size as a regular CD. I saved you guys. I saved you guys. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, Thank you. But yeah, so a Digipack is, it, it's kind of like the eco-friendly CD versus, you know, because jewel cases, unfortunately, aren't recyclable. But they're doing a limited edition run of 500 for of the first time on CD. I'm so excited I found out about this today because it's a Cleveland band. And not only that. But Black Death has the distinction of being the very first all African American heavy metal band in the United <laughs> States. Wow. Oh. Wow. Yes. And their stuff is That's fucking That's almost like saying that there's awesome. a white rapper named Eminem out there. 
Yes. No. <laughs> Come on. You can that laugh. can't be. You could laugh at that. <clears throat> well, and, and here's the thing. Um, uh, uh, the um, No, that's very cool. I didn't mean to dismiss it. No, I really no. I didn't. No, it, it's fine. I didn't. I didn't take offense. So I'm going to put the Bandcamp link in the. Uh, if anybody wants to go buy it, you can buy the full album from Bandcamp for six dollars and sixty six cents, <laughs> or you can uh, pre-order, which I did, the Digipack version or the Jewel Case version. I ordered both because I'm going to leave the Digipack because it's limited to five hundred. So I'm going to buy the Digipack and I'm going to leave it sealed. And uh, because I actually, I personally, I prefer jewel cases for my collection because it's more uniform. Um, <laughs> I'm a fucking nerd. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but so a little OCD there. Uh, a little, little bit, a little bit. So, little but bit. you can go to uh, 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 the, the Black Death Band Camp, which is sponsored, of course, by Hell's Headbangers out of uh, Medina, Ohio. But yes, original 216, representing the 216 from 1984. Black Death, their self-titled album. It's really good, too. Even if you don't like metal, you would dig it. Because they're almost kind of like a cross between like Hendrix and Judas Priest and maybe a little um, Venom thrown in, if anybody knows Venom. So, uh, because they're, they're, they're like early, you know, um, extreme metal. Uh, one might say these guys were a big influence uh, on a lot of artists uh my good friend mort actually played a show uh, with his band that i used to be in kill the hippies i actually played a show with one of their former members i think reggie uh from the band uh reginald gamble uh he oh yeah he because he went by the name sicky spacek <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so, but yeah, and, and another uh, little bit of trivia is, uh, that, uh, you, you know, uh, Johnny Fever, um, uh, what was his name? Uh, Howard Hessman from mm -hmm. WKRP. WKRP. Yeah. He mm -hmm. used to wear a black death t-shirt, uh, on, on the show. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, so I think that's a really cool distinction to, you know, for, for Cleveland to have the first all African American heavy metal band. And now, finally, what, uh, 33 years after the original album came out, it's finally going to be on CD and I'm going to get it. And actually, I'm going to go buy the digital copy before that and I'm going to play some cuts on The Night Show tonight. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, just like that. Just wave your hand and it shall be so. Yes. Awesome. Magical. Did you hear that? <laughs> or was flap Roy shaking his head in approval. Yes, or flap your ears. Rock, rock so. on, man. Rock on. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, yeah. I was so excited. I, I, I literally found out this news today. I pre-ordered the CDs, and I'm going to buy the digital album and uh, uh, put it on the network tonight. So, uh, but uh, all right. So Joey Word, you had a, a, a very <laughs> infuriating story you wanted to share with everybody. Yeah, man, uh, it's crazy. Uh Going Let's back see. to Charlottesville, yeah. Going back to the whole Charlottesville debacle. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. A, a I'm black sure. Man who was assaulted by white supremacists in a parking garage during the violent clashes in Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, in August, is facing arrest charge. He facing arrest for a warrant for his incident for the incident. A Virginia magistrate issued a warrant for his name is uh, DeAndre Harris, age twenty. 
mm-hmm. who is now wanted on charge of unlawful wounding in connection with collection August 12th incident. This is according to the, I guess, is a local television station, WCPO TV. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, his, you know, he, he he was one of one of the dozen people injured during the Unite the Right rally there. And where where white supremacists gathered to protest the proposed re, uh, removal of the statue, and of of Robert E. Lee, and and then uh, and there was one of many fights that broke out. And videos and photo tweets posted by the journalist showed the white supremacists marching, beating Harris with signs and poles. Also that day, a car plowed into a group of uh, counter protesters, killing thirty-two year old woman. You know, a 20-year-old who was a part of the white supremacist rally has been charged in the, that attack. So uh, Harris of, of uh, Suffolk, Virginia, suffered serious injuries in the beating he took. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, and I quote, I got hit with, in the head. I, I, I had to get uh, eight staples in my head to seal it back up. I broke my wrist. And I uh, busted my lip, and I uh, chipped my tooth. And uh, I'm uh, on my knees, just getting beat with poles and signs, and being, you know, and being kicked and hit. And he said it was crazy. Well, and if Today, anybody's seen the uh, DeAndre is his first name, right? It, yeah. If, it, if anybody's seen the pictures of this, and most of us have, uh, because, uh, you know, I can't get that image of him being in the parking garage just being descended upon by a bunch of fucking Nazis. And the, af- the, the pictures of him afterwards, he was dripping with blood. And now they one of these. Him one of these. Place, yeah. Man. They chased him. Yeah, they did. They hunted him and, down. And he did whatever he could, and he swung his flashlight at somebody. And one of these racists who got hit are, uh, you know, because they were attacking him is now, I mean, that's what it appears to be, is that in self-defense, one of the one of these people who attacked him are just trying to do everything they can to ruin his life outside of nearly beating him to death. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why the hell this piece of shit magistrate looks to me like they were trying to kill him. They, yeah, they oh, were yeah. trying to kill they him. If, if all them cameras were not there, they would have killed him. Thank you, yeah. Joey. Yeah, I, I want to know more about this magistrate. So he's he's like a little. I, is I he in the, the city of Charlotte? Is. I don't see the, I don't see the twerp's name in name in his article though. I don't see it in the article, the Yahoo one that Ken showed us. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the one I'm I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the one I sent to Kenny. I got that I early mean, in the morning. I, I was seriously like, want to know what's up Christ. with that. He's a magistrate. Um, I, I, this is bullshit. Let Let me tell this y'all. Is, let me hip y'all on the one thing. Yeah. Right now, it's it's a war on the black male. And it's been a war on the black male for 400 years in this country. Mm-hmm. 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 And it's really hyped up a little bit now, especially when Barack Obama became president. It really hyped up, and people who was hiding are coming out. They ain't hiding their faces anymore or nothing. It seems like, and, and they infiltrate the police departments. They infiltrate our government. They infiltrate our military. Yes, you know, you got ex-military guys out here training fucking skinheads and shit. Yeah. Hmm. 
you know, and it's a war. They, it looks like they're trying to start some type of war to wipe every black male out. That, that's why they came up with that fucking, uh, that fucking, uh, what's the name of that fucking law? Uh, uh, BIE, the BIE, the, 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 uh, what they call it, the black, the black, uh, the black, uh, extremist, black something extremist. I forgot. I just, oh, I'm uh, so pissed off right yeah, now. Yeah, I know what, you, I know what you're talking about yeah. too. Uh, it's they, a they, black identity, um, yeah, black identity extremists. Yeah. They coming up with laws like that, you know, trying to, you know, uh, uh, uh make, uh, black lives matter be part of this shit. Like they, uh, like a terrorist network or something. They scared that these the black men is going to retaliate on these cops that's out here shooting these black men. Yeah. I'll tell you what. But you know, I, you could be you could yeah. be down for so long and be kicked for so long that you eventually start fighting back. I, I, you know, Joey, can I say this? I want to say this, and I, I don't want this to be disrespectful at all. But I do remember back when Reagan was governor of California, it took a couple of, and it wasn't a lot of black men who went and bought semi-automatic rifles. Oh, oh, yeah. For him oh, yeah. to finally, in that state, say, "Oh no, we can't do this," and oh, I don't know how. I know who how... those fellas was. I know who those fellas was. It was the Black Panthers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. I'm you sorry. Know, they they went still, off. They, they, they went into there. What scared the shit out of people? There was this was a bunch of black men with shotguns going off in the dirt. What's the name of that dirt building they went in? Fully armed. That yes. scared the shit out of this country. I mean, but the point is, is that they were men want to make that clear. Sorry, I forgot about the Black Panthers part. But mm. I don't know what it's going to take to make these roaches go back into the shadows. They, they It's not going to... Uh, you know what? I'm going to tell y'all like this. Racism will never go away. I don't it's think always it gonna be some, it's, it's always going to be some piece of shit people out there, but they really trying to... Right now, the shit they're doing is trying to make us live on our knees. Yeah, That's all they're trying to do. If they can't wipe us out, they want us to live on our knees, and I'd be damned if I will. Can I oh, ask man. you a serious question? Hmm. I want to ask you a serious question sure. because I hope you know that I and I think everybody on this show is an ally. What can uh, we do as people with less darkness to our skin? What can what can I, I mean this? What can we do? What can we do? Uh, I, and I'm I not don't, saying that in a hopeless way. Well, there's a whole lot of us, you know. Especially a whole lot of these uh, quote unquote pro blacks, they're not looking for a white savior, mm. so to speak, you know. But, you know, our only thing I want is some of you, you know, white people, you mm -hmm. know, so to speak, to go talk to your racist whoever, you know, say somebody from the workplace or yeah. somebody you're close to that's real racist, mm -hmm. talk to them folks. Look, you know, this is not what it is. This it can't be like this because this country is torn apart and it's yeah. gonna tear itself apart. Look how long look how long the Roman Empire lasted. And we're getting close to that. Well, this, you know, this seems like it's apocalyptic right now. It's that's what it seems to me. I, you know, I know y'all guys don't you probably don't, you know, but oh, it I, seems kind of apocalyptic to me. I feel I feel that too, and you know what, Joey, you're you're a, a thousand percent right because I, in my entire adult life, 
Um, that is what I want to say to all of my fellow white people out there who aren't as progressive as everybody on this show is if somebody says something ignorant and racist to your face, don't let it roll off your back. Do not let that shit roll off your back. You fucking say something. You stand up to them and you tell them what a pig ignorant little piece of garbage they are for, for dividing us uh, over melanin, you know? You tell them, you know, if you have family members, uh, like, you know, uh, many of us do or have, have, you know, mixed families, you say, hey, you want to see a picture of my nieces and nephews? Why don't you say, here, let me call up my nephew right now. And you say that to him. Why don't you do that, you sick bastard? You know, I mean, just call him out every way you can. Like I said, I I was instrumental in getting somebody fired at my my current job uh, because he made a racist joke in front of me. And I was like. Okay, I didn't I didn't say anything right to his face, but I walked away from him and I went straight to human resources. You know, take the fucking uh, yes. you know, t- t- take the, take their fucking jobs away. But you know what? But you know what? Black people will have 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 to have endured I'm talking about the most hateful ways, you know, towards us and done to us said to us but we're still here and we're still strong exactly and we're not going away we are not going away i don't give a damn what these people say we are not going anywhere oh they're going i was born here and i'm gonna be here yeah they're they're going going nowhere yeah they're going away well well before you uh, that even gets to be a discussion about uh the the people that they're trying to um, destroy or going away because it's not going to happen. Yeah, they, they, oh, they just... literally—they literally trying to destroy us. They got the man in office. Yeah, they think they, you know, what I'm saying, and they and they got all the white supremacists in the cabinet. You got all mm-hmm. the supporters out there, and they all bold, and 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 that's why I, I'm a I'm a legal gun owner right now, but I'm not legal to carry it yet. I got to go to school first. And do all the proper procedures on doing it. You see what I'm saying? I don't want to mm-hmm. be illegal with doing that. But one of them fuckers stepped to me. Soon as well, I see him reach his, <laughs> rain, his hand, <laughs> soon as I shoot, reach his hand like he's gonna go for reach. I'm gonna protect myself. I'm not gonna start yeah. nothing with nobody. Oh, I'm of not, course, no, of course, no way. I'm not gonna start nothing with nobody. If they oh. start with me, I'm gonna end it. I don't think I don't, I don't I don't I don't think you're alone in that, Joey. I think there's a lot of a lot of good people out there who are like, you know what, motherfucker, you want to talk all tough, you want to be that guy. Well, guess what? I'm not the guy you want to bring that to. Yeah, it's especially when you're driving. Especially when you're driving. You know, yeah. you got a bunch of hotheads out there, and they probably strapped too. You know, sure. You know, some you know a little mistake may happen. They want to you know cuss you out. I just stick my finger up and say, fuck you. And if you want to act like he want to get out of the car and do something, I'm getting out of mine and I'm gonna have old Roscoe with me. I think Roscoe. we might have to pull I think Roscoe. we might we might have to play <laughs> fuck you by macaroni on this break, even though I usually don't uh <laughs> No, uh, but you know I'm not known for starting nothing with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Oh I know I, exactly I what something? you're saying. Yes, but we Joey, do have to we I, have, I do, do I, have to get going I to the break. Absolutely Go ahead. adore you. I I really I thank I'm you, baby. When I come to Nashville again, <laughs> you gonna look me up. <laughs> I'm gonna have some chicken. I don't know. And the reason why I said Roscoe is because I listen to Stephanie Miller and Frangela. They talk about Roscoe's chicken 
in Los uh, Angeles. And uh, they don't have one damn it, here. that sounds good. Every they don't have one here, though. They don't have uh, one here. Uh, <laughs> I wish they did have one. Get, chicken and waffles. <laughs> you, you, you cannot but, get good fried chicken in Madison. Uh, you can definitely get it in the South. You can't get it in the South. I'll tell you that. You could get it in my house. You, you know can why? get halfway from my black best friend. There you go. You can get halfway decent. Uh, you can get halfway <laughs> decent uh, uh, biscuits and gravy in Cleveland. But um, I'll tell you what. I, I I before I knew what an orgasm was as a child. I think I had one. I think I had the first one when I had biscuits and gravy in Kentucky. So, um, but uh, but anyway, yeah, Joey, is, yeah, Joey, you know, what well, I want we, to say is, and yeah. Joey is, I so agree with this. The same way, and I was trying to say this on Tuesday. I'm sick and tired. I am so sick and tired of minorities, be it black people, women, Muslims. Those are the three that are off the top of my head. LGBTQ people. Yeah. Having the majority tell the minorities it's up to them to change what's wrong. Oh, fuck. So oh, that of, made me so mad. And I think that's what you were kind of getting at, Joe. No? Mm, kind of, yeah. But, well, you it, know, it's just well, like... It, it's up. To, that's why I asked you the question because, really, in the end, we have a serious problem. We have a serious racism problem in this country, and yeah, it's always well, been serious. And racism well, will always be yeah. there. But we white people need to take steps forward. We to need end to it. fix it. We need to fix it. We're the fuckers who started it. We need to fix it, and we're a good group of people to start moving that way to fixing it. No, we're not going to pander. We're not going to be weirdos. We're not going to be little weird yeah. fanboys or anything like that. No, we're mm -hmm. going to take it to other white people. And when these cowards say we shouldn't have this conversation or these cowards say Obama had the perfect opportunity to heal race relations in this country. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, fuck no, you. It got yeah. worse when he became president. Why? It, it got so bad. It, you know how? You know how? Why I got so bad? Because he was he was walking on eggshells. He, he did so everything. He done everything for all the other communities except the black community. That's mm -hmm. what I saw. If yeah. you if you find anything he done for the black uh, uh, community, you got to dig real deep. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've been seeing since his whole his whole administration. That's what I saw. Oh yeah, I love the man. I love the man, but he walked on eggshells. I guess he had to, his uh, advisors telling him, you know, you know, if you do too much uh, to, you know, the black community, they will really come at you. You see what I'm saying? Oh, they was I already know. shitting on it, him and it, shitting on his family. Fox yeah. News, Rush Limbaugh, all them fuckers. Well, yeah, all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're we're gonna pause it. We're, I hate these people. I know you do, <laughs> and I love your passion, brother, because this is this is important. Because this is where we've gotten to is you know uh, all the racists in this country who hated Obama. Uh, they got behind this bullshit reality TV star and all the the you know weak-willed uh, Democrats out there who are just like I don't like either one of them. Just sat home. All of them are to blame for where we are, and mm -hmm. it's yeah, up to it's up to stolen. It's uh, yes, mm -hmm. and and thank you, Russia. 
Um, and, uh, in, in, so it's up to reasonable people like us to try and set the course right. But anyway, we have to go to the break right now. We got some other stuff, uh, coming up, but Joey, that was awesome. And, um, thank you, man. Thank you. yeah, that, that, that was good stuff. So now I know what you wanted to be on the show tonight. So. <laughs> yeah, you had a few yeah, things to say. Let loose, man. For I had, I had to let loose, man, because this is this is bullshitting, bro. It's, it's too important. It's, it's too it's, important. It's, I'm getting tired of it. It's too important for uh, your voice not to be heard on these kinds of issues. So, um, and uh, but yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, we're gonna hit the break right now. We're, we'll save uh, Macaroni's uh, song of uh, bonding until the the bottom of the hour. Uh, but when we come back, we have some other. Trump nonsense from the maladministration. And uh, I'll start uh, uh, cobbling together some of your submissions in the chat room for Mad Libs. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, have a little bit more fun uh, and, and a little bit more rage, I'm sure, right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. What year is this? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition, the staycation edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. That's right, everybody. I'm off all next week. But yes, I'm broadcasting now. On IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, and um, I'm still feeling a little bit. Uh, I think you could still call me Kenny Pony because I am a little hoarse tonight. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> thank you, Jordan. I'm back, and uh, <laughs> Mr. Mueller's back as well. So uh, anyway, joining us, horse? Are you? Like a I'm pony? a little nay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, joining us on the program tonight, uh, uh, special rotator uh, rotating co-host uh, on the program. Plus, extended reverse call-in, sort of, kind of. Uh, Joey Word in Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. Welcome back. Thank you. 
Hey, you're welcome, man. And hello, dudes and dolls. Excellent. And P.S. Mueller in, in the wilds of dolls. Yeah, we will. Dudes we want to have some kind of alternative musical. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we I think we want uh, P.S. Mueller in the wilds of Madison, Wisconsin, to say that in his best voice to in his best voice to Francie. Dudes and dolls. I want some nice dudes and dolls on the stage for this. <laughs> None of them chintzy robots. Nah, so. <laughs> I want me to show me a little ankle. Yeah. Robert! Yeah. Robert. Uh, all right. And, and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the oh program. <laughs> Did I just hear Pete say skirts? Skates. All right. Maybe skirts. we have made some progress. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, skirts on dames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wait, what, what year is this? Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, that's what I played after, you know, uh, thinking about uh, all the uh, um, just ugliness that's going on that, that Joey brought to our attention tonight. What year is this? What year is this indeed? And, you mm-hmm. know, the fucking Trump maladministration wants to take us back to the bad old days where they think it was the good old days because they could run roughshod over everybody that wasn't like a straight white male. Um, well, you know, th- and well, just hang on one second. And Joe Santoris is Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric I'm city. Sorry, Welcome Jen, back, I'm sir. Sorry. Home of the Kenosha Kickers. Oh, <laughs> former home <laughs> of Bill strikes. O'Reilly. <laughs> I, I have been to Kenosha. That's your problem. I don't yeah. <laughs> it's, it's right down there, just north of the Illinois state line. Do you know the, who the Kenosha Kickers were? No. The Kenosha Kickers were John Candy. They Candy's used to make poke- ramblers in the they Kenosha. Used to, yeah. They were John Candy's polka band in Home Alone. Oh, oh see? Okay. <laughs> there you go. And, and, That's and, true. Yes, and they were. Guess what city they were headed to in that movie? Mm. Where were they headed? I I don't remember. St. Louis, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, Scranton! Scranton. 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 They were headed to Scranton. (laughs) There you go. Get in the van. Get in the van, mommy. All right, we're going to Scranton. God. <laughs> All right, so Rain, Rain, what did you want to say before we, we get to the next audio? Because uh, we we got to blow through some uh, some yeah, audio here. Yeah, I'll just make quick. this quick. Joey's Joe, your rant. Um, here's the thing: I do, I don't look at my feminism or or people's equality like okay, black black men, black women, white women equality. I don't even know how to jumble it up. I don't look at it one. Is greater than the other because I know last Tuesday I was just on a rail about white men and mm. I'm really happy to hear you say what you said and I'm really sad that you had to say what you said and mm-hmm. and that was why I asked what what can white people do because I'm a woman but I know I still have privilege mm-hmm. so I, yep. I just want to thank you and I, I really do hope that we can all do our parts even even if it's fucking exhausting, because it's really exhausting. You know, it, it's just these roaches are out. And like yeah. racism, like racism, roaches don't ever really go away. You no, just want to no. keep them out of your house. No, it, yeah. you want to definitely keep them out of the biggest house of all, too. 
but unfortunately yeah. that didn't happen last year so yeah. uh, that's all i want you know say. Yeah, you know i i've i've seen like the the more thing you know out of all you know out of all these 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 cop shooters these unarmed black men and and, and killing these black women the one that really disturbed me most of all was Tamir Rice. He just yeah. a kid out there playing <clears throat> in the park. Within two seconds, he get gunned down by a cop and he gets off. What country are we living in, man? Yeah, I know. I know. I, For I, me, I, it was Eric Garner. It, it, well, Eric Garner standing well, there doing nothing. And next thing Sandra Bland. Oh, she's how about a cigarette? Well, or, or how about um, um, uh, in. Um, uh, uh, Freddie Gray. What did he get yeah. arrested for? A knife. Yeah. Where the fuck was the NRA standing up for him? Oh, what was the NRA was stand? Did they stand him stand up for Philando Castillo? He was a yeah. legal gun owner, and he didn't even have the gun. You See? know, he didn't even, you know, go for the gun. Yeah. He told he told the officer, "I'm a legal gun owner." All right, I'll tell you what. He all right, got killed. I'll tell you what. I know this is this is all very important stuff, and I do not want it. I do not want to diminish uh, any of this. I but I do want to get to some other audio that we have. Um, and uh, this is a little little more little more lighthearted. Um, but uh, it, it starts off with uh, the ugliness of uh, Fat Donnie and Sean Hannity. <laughs> it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> Fat Daddy Donald. Um uh but yeah, let's let's listen to uh uh this first clip. I mean, seriously, I was surprised that they didn't finish out the interview with doing a live sex act on stage together. I mean, they could have just 69 them one another, Sean Hannity and Donald Trump with this interview they did at uh where uh, Joe, do you remember what military base this was on that Hannity did this interview? <laughs> it was in Pennsylvania. Was it? Yeah, okay. I, I, it was in Pennsylvania somewhere, and I think it was a um it might a national have, like a National Guard base. By the way, it might have been okay. Indian Town Gap. I don't know. That's near uh, Philadelphia, near uh, Harrisburg. Well, it, regardless of where it was, let's listen to the first part of this love fest, and then we're gonna. We're gonna put some smackdown uh, action on the on the the lovers, Donald Trump and Sean Hannity. Should we call him um, Don Hannity for their celebrity couple name? I don't know. Um, or Trumpity. How about Hannah Hump? <laughs> Trumpity. <laughs> no, I like Hannah Hump. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, Trumpity. Hannah Hump is good. Let's call it Hand and Hump. It's like yeah. two slugs trying to to Humpity. each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's Humpity sliming each other. I say this: we had an unbelievable, unprecedented election. Uh, it was. Shut I'm up. so proud of my people. I'm so proud of you. You know, I did this show when a lot a of lot. people said, "Well, I did it a lot." Shut yeah. up. A lot of people. I guess people are watching. Only because... second one that, that since you've been president, but I'm glad to have you. No, but a lot of people. That's right. Maybe we won't do it anymore with him right well, hey well come on help me out no here. please no oh. but, but i will say this i will say this you have been so great and i'm very proud of you and you know i'm a ratings person you notice i always thought okay has anyone seen his rating 
What you are doing to your competition is incredible. Thank Number you. one, and I'm very Ooh. proud of you. And it's an honor to be Mr. on your show. I have to tell you that, Joe. Mr. President, I think I remember one time we had an early, early conversation, and I'm going to end the interview on this. And this is how I've always felt. I just, I, you said, well, you know, I have all these things and maybe you want to play golf on my course one day. You said this before, long before, we were friends before you ever ran for office. Right. And then when you ran, I just said, I only want one thing. Help our country. Sure. Let's help the forgotten men and women. Let's keep this country safe. Sure. And I think that's our prayer for you and the country. Why don't you guys get on your knees and blow each other? Why, why don't you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Jesus no, no, no. I think, I, I think I, no, Joey. Joey, you're wrong there. You're <laughs> No, hold on. I want to correct you, Joey, because that was wrong what you said. Knees. That was that was wrong what you said. They, they needed, don't have penises either. They needed so to they lay, can't blow oh, each see, other. See, now stop it. Don't say penis in this Now, Joey, right, Joey mm. what they needed to do was they needed to lay down Head to foot, foot to head, in sixty nine one another. Oh yeah, oh, that that's what just... they needed to do. Oh God! Oh, I can imagine that. Oh, I'm not gonna have sex with you. Yes, well, that would that would fulfill Hannity's promise to be waterboarded. <laughs> oh God, damn it! Oh, then now, Joe. Yeah, there you oh. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I don't feel good I'm so sorry I had to correct you on the show Joey but uh, you know it had to be you know, done Joey started all this I want you to know that Yes. Oh my God. God. Did you say like... Joey started this? Yes, he let loose the demons. Nice, I mean, nice, <laughs> nice joke. You blame the black guy. <laughs> oh, no. See, there you go. No. learned my lesson after that. See, there you are. All right, well, the Love Fest. Okay. Did... Oh, my God. The, lo- the Love Fest did not end there. I, I really, well, you know, you blame the black guy. What could I say? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you guys want to hear the part where they scissored each other I love next? You guys. I'm sorry. That was just, you know, there's no justice even on Turn Up. You can't yeah. even hear. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. But, yeah. Man, you, you, well, the only thing I heard was. Oh, yeah. The whole oh, yeah. thing. That's all I heard, man. Oh, oh you're so good. Nice. You look at the. Like oh, my goodness. Look at those ratings. Fox News. That was propaganda. Yeah. Man. You may have noticed that Hannity has been mm, gaining a little bit of weight in recent months. Yes. He's getting rounder. There's more of him. And you may have noticed the president is gaining a little weight and is there's more of him. And, uh, fat and, and happy. I know why. Fat and happy. So. Nope. <laughs> they, don't, they gave up pooping. They don't poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so. There's an ex- excrement growing in the presidency. God. Uh, damn it. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get to the next clip from the Love Fest because we have redemption coming up. Believe it or not, we do. But listen to this part here. Now I have to. T- oh no, no, okay. Uh, by the way, since he's on a military base, if anybody doesn't know, and uh, I, I, I've known about this for a while because of uh, a, a late hero of mine, um, retreat. When you hear yeah, the, the when you hear the yeah. bugle uh, playing a, a certain uh, bit of music, um, 
you're supposed to shut your fucking mouth because the flag is coming down on a military base. And uh, Retreat was playing. And, oh, it was just more ratings, flatings going on here. Listen to this. Now, I have to tell you, for the last quarter, three, you had two. 3%. 3 2. And actually, 3 2, they adjusted it upward. What a nice sound that is. Are they playing that for you or for me? They're playing that in honor of his ratings. Did you see how good his ratings are? He's beating everybody. I think they'll be higher tonight. I'm just guessing. So. Jesus Christ. They just disrespected the flag right there. So disrespectful for the flag. And they talking about a bunch of black guys on the football team just kneeling to it. Oh, Thank oh, you. yeah. Well, yeah. Listen, yeah, listen. Did not stand up. Yeah. No, he didn't. They both sat there and they're like, "Oh, they playing that for me? They playing that for me? Or are they playing for Sean's ratings? Because his ratings are so great. They're so great. And he says such beautiful <laughs> things about me. He says I'm the handsomest and the prettiest and the most smartest. But yeah. So, but then they, they were started at the air for the air the National Guard Air Force Base in Harrisburg. On a military base. And they didn't know what was going on when that bugle went off? Again, mm. maladministration. Maladministration. Everybody was supposed to shut the fuck up. Well, I knew that in, from when well, I was in the freaking Boy Scouts. But yeah, let, let me, yeah, let me just play, right. let me yeah. play this seven second clip for when they, the, a little later they started talking about uh, <laughs> football players who took a knee. On, you know, the, the advice of people who had been in the military saying, don't just sit down, take a knee. That's much more respectful. Mm -hmm. And that's this what is, uh, Colin this, Kaepernick buddies told him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Two, two friends in the military and that's what they yeah. told him. He said, I don't want to disrespect in any kind of way. What should I do? And they told him, just take a knee. And and so so after Trump decided to make a funny little again ratings filatings going on there between him and Sean Hannity during retreat, then he said this. I will tell you, you cannot disrespect our country, our flag, our anthem. You cannot do that. You know what, motherfucker? You can do anything you want because you know outside of threatening a person's life or yelling fire in a crowded theater with the First Amendment. But apparently, you haven't read it, the the Constitution. So we'll 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 let that slide. Uh, no, we're not going to let it slide, motherfucker. Uh, but yeah, so he said that. So he said that. He said that right after disrespecting the retreat of the flag coming down, making it all about him, and sent, giving the middle finger to the country and to the military go ahead rain and then uh i uh, it's we, real we quick because i know yeah. what you're going to get to yeah. here's the thing i think in the military code of justice you have to stand you have to salute during the retreat for okay? uh for uh enlisted uh civilians can do what, whatever they want right if you're in the military like that's why i'm bringing up the military code yes. of justice it might not be in there but i think it is you have to do that he is the commander-in-chief of the military Yes, he is. He is. And and he, the thing is, the first one he also says... Every he, single one of us in this show tonight, we have the constitutional right to sit, to burn, to trash. We can do whatever the hell we want to oh, the yeah. flag. We can do that. That's our constitutional right. Yes. So I just want to put that in there. He's the commander-in-chief. So That's in, all. And anybody uh, with uh, any semblance of respect for the military might shut up and try not to make that 
about themselves. Like, from 10 years ago, I can't believe this is 10 years old now. Uh, at uh, Camp uh, Arafjan in Kuwait from 2007, Robin Williams was doing a USO tour. And this is what happened when he was doing his stand-up and the flag was coming down and Retreat was being played. It's good to be in a room with fake beer. Having just gone out of rehab, that's a good choice. Because I was violating my standards quicker than I could lower them. But... I'm going to pause it right there because there's still music going. Robin Williams sat there. He took his hat off and he put his, he didn't understand what was going on, but after he said, "Uh Oh, you're not going to hear a peep out of him." So he stood there solemnly while everyone in the audience turned their back on him and faced the direction of where the retreat you know, the, where, where the bugle is coming from. So here's more. So I want to read this comment from uh, Adam, resident army brat. He says, if you're on a military base, you're expected to stop and render honors during retreat. Uh, Military uh, uh, MPs will ticket your ass if you don't stop and get out of your car at Fort Rucker. And uh, so uh, I think he said something about. um, He said active duty reserve and civilians. Yeah, okay. So, so if they're, you're on a military base, you have to do this. And that's what Robin Williams did. Right there. Mm-hmm. He it's and the thing was, he didn't quite understand what happened there. So he asked. But he still showed respect. So he but, still, he showed respect. Oh, and more importantly, Joey, yeah. Yeah. he asked. He asked everybody what what that was. And here's here's that clip. I was also wondering What's coming from that way? No, that, that's fine. But an entire group of military people turns that fucking way. That's not... I know what that... Can someone tell me what that was? Reveille! Retreat! It wasn't retreat, was it? The flag was going 
going down. The flag was going down. Okay. But you don't have to retreat. I imagine that's not really in the orders at this moment. Shit, we gotta go! Get me Obviously you're going, not a bad idea. You gotta finish here first, but we'll go. So the flag's coming down. Okay, good, because that's pretty weird in the middle of your act to have everyone just go. <laughs> that's just like, wow! It's like in the middle of sex to go, bye-bye. <laughs> it's been fun. I would like to, no, no. My underwear has to go back on. Wow, thank you. Right by the basketball court, too. This is where. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, that, that was, uh, amen, amen to Robin Williams. Amen. Yes. Amen. <laughs> oh, I miss him too, Rain. I saw your comment in the chat. I, I was devastated at the loss of Robin Williams. I, I, I always thought he was my hairy uncle. So, you know. <laughs> I really appreciate Adam's comments in the chat, though. I do too. That 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 was very good. So, and uh, but when yeah. I'm not on a military base, I don't have to stand for the national anthem. I don't have to salute the flag. Bingo. So fuck you, Trump. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. How many wars has the NFL ended? Exactly. Or fought in. You know. Well, uh, argue. I'm sorry. I don't mean to disrespect anybody who is a veteran who plays in the NFL. I'm just saying the NFL as an entity, um, mm-hmm. you know, because we had Pat Tillman, who is the atheist that got killed by friendly fire that the Bush administration tried to cover up. And then once they found out he got killed by friendly fire and a bunch of creeps on the Internet found out he was an atheist, they said he deserved to die um, because <clears throat> the people on the Internet are horrible. Oh, my God. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. but I tell y'all one thing. Uh, yeah, my 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 mother has a has a you know my uh, stepfather he passed away in two thousand four. Okay, and he has a flag, and Mama's got his flag, and I salute it every time I go in the house. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Him. Really nice. That that's awesome. You know, that's, that's, yeah. you know. see, that's patriotism, Joe. Mm. With yeah. that piece of shit, fat turd, he doesn't even know what patriotism is. That he did this and he just sat there, and I'm going to say it again. He just sat there with his legs all spread like a big old freaking slob and made a joke about the retreat. It's mm. disgusting. Yeah. Now, how much ba- I wonder how much backlash he's going to get behind that. Well, he wanted I know to. He's gonna get a, I know he's going to get a lot from a whole lot of ex-military. I know that much. He well, got to. He- and the uh, the most offensive thing about it was mm-hmm. he wanted to make it about him. Exactly. <laughs> it's all about him. Or or it's Hannity. Oh, and I'm no, still waiting on about- Hannity to get waterboarded for the troops to prove it's not torture, right? You're going to still Did do that. Did anybody else question whether or not Donald Trump put some Tic Tacs in his mouth before that interview with Hannity? Um, Orange Tic Tacs. Because, you know, he likes Tic Tacs before he goes in for the kiss. He does. He does. Uh, he, he's gra- he grabbed Hannity right by the whatever. Uh, well, Hannity's got himself a pussy. There's no question about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 
Only PS, only PS Mueller is allowed to say this on this program. But uh, anyway, we we need to go to the break right now uh, because we have some Mad Libs. We gotta, we got to finish up uh, afterwards. I might have one more quick bit of audio for you. Oh, yeah, I think I do. I think I do. It's, it's going to be good. You'll like it, folks. Don't worry. Uh, but, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and hit the break. And when we come back. We'll have a lot of fun with Mad Libs with me, P.S. Mueller, Rain, Joey, and Joe right after this. Hang tight, folks. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more. <laughs> When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off what you need when you run out of weed or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed this is what you need when them ends don't meet this is what you need when you fighting in the street this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking uh. fingers in the air. This is what you play if your boss is a jerk. This is what you play when you on the way to work. This is what you need when you come up shorter or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order. This is what you play when you waiting in line. This is what you play when people wasting your time. This is what you need when someone breaks your heart and says, me and you, we need some time apart. This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder. This is what you play when the police pull you over. This is what you need when you just can't stand it. Every time you do right, they take you for granted. This is what you play when we in a recession. This is what you play when politicians don't listen. This is what you play when you all the way through. This is what you play when you say, fuck you, fuck you. Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. 
If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Sunday, come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go twee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Nashville. Thank you, Madison. Thank you, Washington, D.C., and thank you, Scranton. Except for that whole Bill O'Reilly thing. You can keep that nonsense. I'm sorry. See? Scranton. <laughs> that's, why we're, that's why we're a third, third class city. That's, I know. I know. That's, yeah. that's what all the kids are saying. So We ain't got no class. No, no, not at all. So uh, by, by, that, by that level, you shouldn't be thanking D.C., no, no, not at all. So, uh, uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah, seriously. Thank you, Rain. So, all right, here's some leftover audio I want to play. Um, this is, uh, if anybody recalls, there was the um, uh, uh, Trump uh, was called a fucking moron by Rex Tillerson. And it was pretty epic how things panned out with that. And uh, Trump 
what did he do? He tweeted or he was on a show or something. I, I don't know what he, but he's like, oh, we should take an IQ test between me and Rex Tillerson. And I can tell you what, I'll be the one who wins that. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarah, uh, I'm sorry, Sarah Hickabilly Slanders uh, in her Fredericks of Hollywood uh, fake eyelashes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to go after it. Seriously, those fake eyelashes. She's got like uh-huh. just You're those about things. Huckabee Sanders, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I hate to say, man, that that is a weird looking chick, dude. Well, those yeah. fake eyelashes well, aren't uh, Joey, aren't helping. Her, her head got caught in a rice picker. She- <laughs> <laughs> oh now now see see. <laughs> Uh, but it, they, it's that left eye. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Lazy eye people. Those those new oh, fake God. eyelashes, and Rain. Those eyelashes make that lazy eye just like work even harder. It looks right. like she she's gonna take flight with those fake fake eyelashes. She she's like Hawk Woman, you know. So you know she's just gonna like flap 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 her way right out of a, a press briefing. Uh, but so so it, the the question was asked because uh, I I think it was a tweet I don't know again like you say Rain every she time maybe she would growl during at, patty cake every know. day's a week <laughs> yes every day's a week Ken every day's a week every, every week's week. a month and Pete yeah there you go uh, but yeah so Sarah Huckabee Slanders responds to uh, Trump. Uh, saying, oh, you know what? Let's take an IQ test and see who's smarter, me or Rex Tillerson. How does the president expect his Secretary of State to be effective when he's questioning his intelligence? Again, uh, he wasn't questioning the Secretary of State's intelligence. He made he, he made a joke. Maybe you guys should uh, get a sense of humor and try it sometime. But um, he simply made a joke. It's been extremely clear time and time again, despite the fact that you guys want to continue to bring this up and create a story. He's got 100% confidence in the Secretary of State. He said it uh, multiple times over the last couple of weeks. And we're trying to move forward and focus on the agenda while you guys want to move forward and talk about who likes who when that's simply not what we're doing here you know what trump also said multiple times over the course of his campaign and everything um it was when he was going after his opponents uh people who he disagreed with he often said my iq is bigger than theirs my iq is so huge it's so huge well and thank you cnn for putting together this montage listen to this so i tweeted that Rick Perry should have to have an IQ test before getting on the debate stage. Hey, sit back. I'll match my IQ. I want to match my IQ with some of those guys, with all of them. He's attacking for being ignorant. He says that if you're president, you'll make both our countries. Let's do an IQ test. (laughs) And I I keep keep hearing about about global global warming. Now, he doesn't understand. understand. Let's Let's do do IQ IQ tests. tests. These so-called, so-called eggheads, and by the way, way I, I guarantee you, my IQ is much higher than theirs, all right? I guarantee I have a vocabulary better than all of them, certainly most <laughs> of them. I know I have an IQ better than all the of them. The best words. I know that. Governor Perry, a very nice guy, he made nasty statements about me. And then I challenged his IQ, which wasn't nice to do. And I challenged his glasses. What the hell are you wearing glasses for, all of us? I said the glasses aren't working. I tell you what, one thing we've learned. We have by far the highest IQ of any cabinet. I guarantee my IQ is much higher than any of these people. Like, why? 
My uncle was one of the great professors at MIT. I mean, believe me, it's good genes. We believe in genes, right? We're allowed to say that. Oh, no, no, motherfucker. You can't talk about your uncle and you in the same breath. Because I got, I got some nieces and nephews that I'm not about to say they can speak for me. It, it goes back to the whole Alveda King. Alveda King wants to go and say that, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. was uh, a, a conservative. He'd be a Republican. He'd be for Donald Trump now. No, yeah, no, right. no. No, 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 no. In my legacy, I do not want any of my nieces speaking for me. I don't have any kids. I would rather have somebody who listened to my show, maybe from a younger generation, speak for me, but not my nieces and nephews. They don't they don't listen to this show. They don't know what's going on here. Well, my, maybe my nephew, William, possibly my nephews, Noah and Jacob. But right now they're more into like Hot Wheels and Ninja Turtles and shit like that. So, um, you know. <laughs> but but seriously, keep in mind, Alveda Donald Trump is trying you know, to tie his IQ to a long held belief that he's had that he believes in the racehorse theory of genetics. Yes. And he really believes that he's genetically superior to others, and so therefore he thinks his IQ is better than others. And we have to assume also the makes next him a racist. We yes, exactly. And we also have to think that the next uh, 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 agenda he has is possibly eugenics. Oh God. Now, do you remember well, when uh, Bill Maher uh, said he was the product of sex with an orangutan and his mother? Yeah, <laughs> and he wanted to file a lawsuit. Do you remember? And he sued. He sued. Do for that. He he sued uh, Bill Maher. Do you remember to. that? He tried to sue, but I don't tried. think anything came out of it. No. Well, so. Trump came out of it. Ugh. Trump threatens to sue everybody. He does. He does. Yeah. Yes, but the orangutan stepped in and blew the blew the whistle. Yes. Yeah. Said, yep, yep, that's my son. He said <laughs> he said, That's my son. There it is. <laughs> Let's start throwing our feces around now. Uh He's so- <laughs> the worst person ever. Yeah. He really is. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. He he you know I needed to say I, that. I well, no, the thing is, I, I tried to think of somebody worse alive. Some, somebody worse, worse alive. No, just, just go with the worst person alive. Bingo, Rain. You got it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. So on the on that note, we need to start wrapping things up. So that means it's time. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad, Libs! Oh, God bless Matt Libs. Oh, and I want to say God bless Netflix, too, because Netflix, I just uh, got a DVD, and Susan pointed out to me. She's like, oh my God, look at the inside flap. There's a Mad Lib on the new Netflix DVD thing because I do the streaming and the DVD because there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff you can't get, and it's a Halloween themed um, Mad Libs. So I and I I've already been sitting on a Halloween themed Mad Libs for a while. So we'll do it on the show closest to to Halloween, the Netflix one and the one that I found in the book. But uh, for tonight, though. We have a couple other ones. And we only need a few words. It's going to be pretty ma- magnificent here. So, all right. Let's start with uh, 
We'll do alphabetical tonight. So, uh, Joe, I need a verb, my friend. Blue. What? <laughs> blue. No, uh, uh, blue? oh, blue. Oh, like, <laughs> like as he blew him. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, I thought you. <laughs> I was thinking blue, like a. No, no, not the yeah, color. Yeah, no, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Joey Word, I need a place. Any a place. place in any place in the any, world. Any place in the world. Sure. Buckingham Palace. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. You're making me write a few words here, but I'm good. All right, we're good. We're we're moving on. So, uh, Pete, I need mm-hmm. the name of a conservative. A name of a conservative. William F. Buckley. <gasps> Oh, goodness, I love how he said that. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. I do, too. Uh, I wish you could have said a little bit longer so I could have written it quicker. But, uh, <laughs> well, no, actually, that would have helped me write it. I got it. I wrote the whole thing down. Uh, okay. All right. Um, so, uh, Joe. Oh, no, no, Rain. Rain, you're next. Oh. Part, part of the body. Um, part of the body. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of parts of the the bodies. I know there are a lot. There's over two hundred according to Gray's Anatomy. Really? I thought there was like six. Well, I'm gonna go with the two hundred. I'm going to go with finger. Finger, it is. Uh, all right, uh, Joey Word. Oh no, I'm sorry, Joe San. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Joey Word. No, I'm sorry, Joe Santorsa. Adverb. Mm-hmm. Blindly. Blindly, it is. Uh, okay, so Joey Word, part of the body, plural. What do people have uh, a pair of? <laughs> let's see. Part of the body plural. Uh, eyes. Eyes, it is. <laughs> All right. I see you. I'm going to put down eyeballs because that might be funnier. Eyeballs, eyeballs. Yeah, yeah that's what there I mean. We go. Eyeballs. <laughs> and P.S. Mueller, you get the very last one. Mm-hmm. Same as Joey Word. Part of the What's body that? plural. Feet, it is. All right, everybody. Here we go. We got two Mad Libs from. This is from. Um, oh no no no, Rain. I'm sorry. Uh, you you get one as well here because um, oh. I I missed this spot here. <laughs> Verb ending in ing. Um, fellatiating. <laughs> fellating. Oh, for that. Yes. So, uh, so here we go. This is uh, our first works. Mad Lib of the night from our Jumbo Pack. Get the party started, Mad Libs. The three-in-one Mad Libs. This is I Dream of Dancing. You've always dreamed of growing up 
to be a squishy professional dancer with audiences giving you flating ovations and showering the sage with phlegms. That's gross. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like Rick Perry. (laughs) Which pointy dancing career will you choose? One, a prima zipper for an axiomatic ballet company? You'll leap, twirl, and blow across the stage in an idiotic tutu. Two, a famous poopette who dances at toupee music. <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta back that one up. Two, a famous poopette who dances at the toupee city music hall. Your groggy high kicks will be known throughout Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Three. I'm sure the Queen would love it. Oh, this. Is, hello, hello, hello. Uh, all right, so the third, the, the third, uh, and here's three. Three. A competitive ballroom codpiece. You'll glide along wearing a floor-length sphincter while your partner carries a, a long stem tea bagger in his mouth. <laughs> I love those long stem tea baggers. Oh yeah, they're the best. <laughs> In the floor-length sphincter, you 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 can't go wrong with a floor-length sphincter. <laughs> no. Let me let me correct that. You can only go wrong with a floor-length sphincter. That's gotta you'll be, hurt. You'll be dragging the line. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's gotta hurt. Gotta hurt. All right. So that was the end of uh, that one. That was again. I dream of dancing. Uh, this one is. Uh, Hey there, cover girl. Greetings, William F. Buckley.com fans. Today I'm going to blog about my photo shoot for Obsolete Girl magazine. Oh, no. <laughs> when I got to the expired set, they immediately sent me to wardrobe where the stylist outfitted me with a squid print dress, a pair of high-heeled molars, and gorgeous fungus-shaped earrings. Oh, oh that's, that's quite an that outfit. Really, that sounds like Target's fall line. I think you might be right, right. So. <laughs> Next, the hairdresser put hot lick spittles in my hair to make it look full and grumpy. The makeup artist then put blush on my finger and chose a snotty lipstick to bring out the color of my eyeballs. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Is that lipstick? No, it's not. Yeah. It also makes the lipstick look more glossy. Uh, Well, you know, and the story goes on. It says, I felt prettier than a backhoe as I posed blindly for the photographer. At the end of the shoot, they told me I had done a, a really mind-bending job, and that I'd be—I'd definitely be on the cover of the Slippery magazine. So, Nuthatch fans, keep your feet peeled for my moldy face at a newsstand near you. There you go. That was Sarah Sanders, wasn't it? 
Uh, <laughs> it could have been. It could have read been. A little, read a little more angrily, and it would have been yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. Pretty there, sure there she was likes no, nut hatches. There was no mention of raven wing uh, false eyelashes. So... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard they went south. I heard his her eyelashes flew south for the winter. Oh, did they? <laughs> and they're not coming back, are they? <laughs> no, they're not coming back at all. Hell no. Hell no. No, oh. they took their lids with her. Oh, let's not go back to that face. Oh, no. One flew south and one flew southwest, so let's be honest about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one, la- one landed in Virgin Islands, one landed in San Juan. Yeah, see? There you go. <laughs> oh, I'm so... That that was mean, but creatively mean. So <laughs> You know what? She's mean. She is. She's she a mean is. girl. She's mean. Um, She's a mean girl. Mm-hmm. Again, she looks like Funhouse yeah. Mirror Marie Osmond to me. <laughs> <laughs> Joey gets it. I don't like You're the her. first person to, to get about it. it. She do? <laughs> <laughs> See? <Yes>. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I always thought she looked more like Donnie. But that's well, it. I like it. Well, no. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah. Finally, you know it struck that? a chord. It struck a chord. Like her hair looks like Donnie's hair from the <laughs> late seventies, because I know that woman is using curling irons the same way Donnie Osmond did. Is she a little <laughs> bit country, wow. or is she a little? No, bit I think she's actually. Yeah, I think she's actually using actual irons on her head. That's <laughs> not curling irons. Those are the ones you you know she presses her clothes in her hair. I want she, her to she, come out one day with five inch eyelashes because those eyelashes <laughs> grow longer every. Oh, they week. do. They they do. So every week, and I'm waiting for them to just release themselves from her eyes and crawl up on her forehead. Yeah. And crawl into her hair and nest. One of these days she's spiders. gonna. Not- She's going to knock Glenn Thrush's hat off with those eyelashes. I can just see her flouncing around the house in a burlap nighty. Oh. <laughs> I don't like her. I'm, I, I, Joey, you end the show, but I just got to uh, hold on one second, Rain. Joey, I, I can't tell you how happy I am that you got the Funhouse Mirror Marie Osmond thing. Oh, because yeah, man. The, you see it. You see it. <laughs> You see it, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I've been saying that for so long. You can't unsee it. (laughs) No, no. So, uh, but all right, but Rain, go ahead before we get to parting shots. Uh, Get get your uh, terrible woman. And yesterday, when 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 John Kelly came out, she came out and was like, "Hi, I'm here for the press briefing," but not really. So here's John Kelly. And even though I just didn't like, I didn't like much of anything he said. It was still more relaxing than anything she has done as yeah. press secretary. Yeah, and I, I, we're going to save that for Tuesday because, um, or maybe I'll pass it on to Adam for tomorrow. Uh, because uh, seriously, I, I did not record that much audio, but there's a lot. You know, uh, I mean, this has been a great show though for what we were able to get to. <laughs> oh yeah. So, awesome. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, so uh, uh, let, let's go uh, reverse alphabetical order for uh, parting shots. Rain, why don't you go ahead and finish up uh, 
and then uh, we'll pass it off to Pete. I think that is my parting shot, but I have one quick one. Just yeah, because yeah. I said I'm done. Just because I said I'm done with Bernie. Mm-hmm. Part of the um, anti-Bernie people, and for anybody who paid attention to my Facebook page yesterday, you might know what I'm saying. I don't think that Bernie should have accepted the opening night speech to the women's to the women's convention, and I don't think that the women's convention should have ever asked him. And I know this is going to cause a whole bunch of. I I know this is going to cause. This will probably cause problems in our turn up the night world, but I need to say it because I don't ever want to be dishonest with any of you. And um, I admire that. And I'll, I'll be honest with you right now is I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So I know I didn't think you did. I think Joe does. And if he doesn't. Uh, no, I, yeah, I, I looked after you mentioned it. I mean, when you said something in the production chat, I went into your Facebook page and I took a peek. I see what you were talking about. So, um, I, I just want to put that back out there. I, I, and I, I feel like it. I, yeah, we, I appreciate it. In the end, I feel like that the, the women's march movement really has things misplaced, and you can all come back on my Facebook page and attack me. I think I lost a friend from Turn Up the Night last night. Oh, ri- oh, we got to talk off air. I'm not sure if it was a Turn Up the Night person. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, you know, here's the thing. I have never gone out of my way to knock Bernie. I have never gone out of my way to say, yay, Hillary Clinton. You know, if you guys know me, and I, I think you do. Yeah. When I say what I say, I mean what I say. And yeah, um, I meant exactly what I said. He should not have accepted it. He is... He's a very popular politician. Yes. But I wanted him to be responsible enough to say thank you for asking me, but I don't want you to be the opening I don't want to be the opening speaker at a woman's convention, the first one that's happened in in I think 40 years. Yeah, there's and I'm a, really there's disappointed a with the lot. Yeah, there's a lot of other uh individuals uh of the female persuasion that probably could have done that justice. Well, yeah. you know, the problem is there was a Vox article that came out late, late yesterday that said we just couldn't find women. Are you and, kidding? Uh, so, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I know who has I'm, a binder full. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really not kidding. And I'm sorry if people think that I'm bashing Bernie, but I'm not. I'm not taking it. I'm that not way at bashing all. Bernie. I expect Bernie. To have um, a higher standard and respect, and yeah, respect, respect the women's, respect our movement. The same way I expect the women's, the women's conference movement yeah. to respect us. So, well, you know, that's maybe my parting we'll, comment. Yeah, maybe, and maybe yeah, we'll we'll bring this up more on on Tuesday as well. I, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I think we we maybe should. I'm going to be on staycation, I'm so take on people but I, i'm gonna be lazy on staycation so uh leftover stories are a good thing 
so, <laughs> uh, all right. my parting shot because I went to bed Very last good. night. I was really upset and really pissed. Yeah. And and I woke up this morning well, feeling I, I want to know pissed about yeah, it. Yeah, I want to I want to learn more about this, and I, I I really think we should pursue this for uh, Tuesday. Uh, but in the in in the meantime, uh, P.S. Mueller, your parting shot, my good friend in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, I, I don't have a heck of a lot, really. It was kind of a non-day. It's supposed to rain all day tomorrow here in Madison, Wisconsin. So that means this is going to rain all day tomorrow in Cleveland, Ohio as well. That would be my guess, you yeah. know, and I'm planning to sit here and, and, and you know, uh, cast my hollow stare upon my desk and empty tablet and see what I can come up with. Other than that, I got nothing. One of these days, Pete... I want to do a cartoon jam with you. Okay. <laughs> It'll happen. You, uh, although I, I'm not uh, uh, quite the prolific artist that you are, but one of these days, it'll happen. Um, even just, you know, for five minutes. I'm not prolific. I'm compulsive. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll accept yeah. that. So, all it's right. It's an OCD thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, Joey Word in Nashville, Tennessee. <clears throat> Seriously, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Um, because no problem, uh, man. When you you sent me a message and you're like, "I want to be on your show tomorrow," and I was like, "I get it. Yes, let's do it." <laughs> it was it, it it was important. It was important to you, yeah. and it was important to me that uh you be on to you know have the platform even though the, as small as our reach may be um you know well still. i look at it like this if 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 i can reach a couple of people i'm fine i don't need to reach yeah. the whole country just a couple of people but you know that was spread you see what yeah. i'm saying it was spread and what i like to say is to the black guys who play in these professional sports be a man don't be a million dollar slave. Take a fucking knee. You nice. got the power. Yeah. Well said. So I, 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 yes. If that is not an amen moment uh, on this program, I don't know what is. Amen. Amen. You know, Joey. Hmm? Joey, go to the um, go to Washington Post and, and Google Howard University cheerleaders. All right. All right, very good. Uh, anything else, and, Joe? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah uh, I like to say, uh, like I always say, 2018, get out there and vote. Get your get to get with your families and get them to get out to vote. If you have to pile them all up in your car, take them to vote. Even mm-hmm. taking wheelchairs and everything, wheel them to the to the polls. Especially and also, in Virginia. And, and also, if you get a summons for do your jury duty, do it. Do it. Indeed. Indeed. And uh, don't let too many murderers off and too many innocent people getting locked up. That's right. And also, don't forget to check Joey out Southern Progressive idea. Revival every oh, yeah. Sunday. Southern Pro- yeah, 7 Southern Progressive Revival, 7 to 10 Eastern, right? Eastern, because I'm on Central Time. Yep. Yeah, 7 to, 7 to 10 Eastern uh, on Sunday nights. And why don't y'all come join us? Oh, I had so much fun uh, running the show last Sunday. It was it was a, amazing. And of course, those you guys all let me do like crazy internet stories at the end too. And plus, uh, yeah. <laughs> has anybody bid on that eBay auction for the a working man's clothes? 
Yeah, I saw it, man. It was yeah. Nineteen ninety nine. Sure. And all right. Last but most certainly not least, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, what is your parting shot, sir? Well, first of all, I want to thank Pete for mm. solving a solving a problem for me. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders covered in burlap. Hmm. Um, <laughs> answers. Now I know where the where the eyebrows come from. That's peat moss. Oh my god! Now oh dear lord! Yeah. I thought they were just yes. like uh, bat wings or something. No, I think it's peat moss. I think Pete's onto okay. it. I think it's uh, yeah. That's that's what it is. Uh, and just to piss everybody off before we go, there's spider legs. Do. You- Hey, you got great getaway sticks, baby. All right. <laughs> anyway. Piss us off, Joe. Piss us off. You know what those freaks at the value, uh, the dollar Voters. value uh, yeah. convention <laughs> they were doing? They were passing around a pamphlet about the uh, medical uh, dangers of being a homosexual. Oh. They're bastards. <laughs> They're really <laughs> bastard people. Fucking <laughs> Serious, it's like a fl- it's like a flea market Sir. for bigotry, is what that yes. fucking thing is. Exactly. Ex- I told you they should put a tent over that and and sell tickets for a buck, and see the freaks. Yeah. Uh, Seriously, really. va- value vo- v- values voters summit is now from this day forth called the bigot flea market. <laughs> yes. Wow. Low rent, dirty bucket. fucking pieces of garbage. I knew I'd Yeah, they put that they put that flyer out 17 years after Matthew Shepherds was killed. Jesus Christ. Well, the flyer was advertising a book on the same subject. Yep. Really bad. Really mm-hmm. these people mm-hmm. these people have honestly like one comedian said, they put the bar is not low. It's on the ground and they're oozing under it. That's all I have to say. That's horrible. Mm-mm. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for hanging out on the show tonight. I hope everybody had a great time. Uh, but we do have to wrap things up right now. We'll return on uh, Turn Off the Night next Tuesday, uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And I will be on Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern uh, uh, on Saturday, of course, the 14th. Saturday, the 14th. Joey, you <laughs> might be there with us. We'll see. Um, uh, but, of course, Miles and Michelle will be there. And, uh, yeah, check out all the awesome Halloween music. And, of course, The Night Show coming up here in about another 45 minutes. Uh, but that's it. That's all we got for tonight. And thank you, everybody. Joey, it was a pleasure. Rain, Joe, Good. Pete, fantastic program tonight. Good to be here. Signing Good to be off. Here. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Left Texas, and I left Florida, and I left Louisiana. And I went to Puerto Rico, and I met with the president of the Virgin Islands. It's not a crime to be stupid.